That was a good song. You're going to miss this. No, I'm not because we're still going to play. Well, no, we're not going to goof around like this. We're going to we're going to be very serious. Yeah, yeah. we're still going to give you time in the beginning to goof around and can you talk to each other. We're not going to. You don't want it. Yeah, yeah, we don't need it. No, yeah. it's game time now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, welcome back. Wah, wah. This is gonna make a sad duck noise this time. Wiggle your toes. Feel the movement through your feet and your ankles. Quack quack. Alright, let me refill my glass one more time, we'll start. You should achieve touchless orgasm in three, two, enjoy. Welcome back, my lovely darklings, to Severed Fates Book End. Part two. Part two. Very piratey. The final episode. Because we weren't done talking about ourselves yet. My lovely <laughs> dark. Dark. Uh, we left off after uh, episode 23 when Narcissa was possessed, which, possessed. I'm still, which I'm still not okay with. Yep. <laughs> and you got to read the second note? Yes. Uh, which would have changed so much. It, yeah. It you talked terrible. about all the different... Ways, ways it possibly I could have yeah. changed things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mother was already gone for the day. Sonny wasn't there yet. Oh, it could have been so bad. But no, we're going to continue awful. on uh, going through each episode and just kind of real quick and anything memorable we'll bring up and anything that was missed we'll be bringing up. Any fan questions I will be bringing up. And at the end of this episode woo, uh, is the when dice. we're going to roll yeah. the D6 Ooh. cursed die Ooh. to see who they choose as their new owner. Because they obviously of, didn't want to be here. Out of the six fans <laughs> that uh, asked us questions. <laughs> it doesn't sound good when you say it like that. What did you say before? How many fans did you say we had? Two? No, six. I was right Oh, you money. were right all oh, along. We have six we fans. Have six fans. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Six of our fans. Well, no. Three of the questions are from me. There are... Um, six of our fans sounds a lot better than we have six fans. <laughs> six of our fans submitted questions. Uh, some of A couple of them submitted multiples. So we'll be hitting all of those as we go along, as well as answering your questions here at the table. And I am Amanda, your game mistress. You look really cute today. Oh, thanks. With me is uh, Zach, who plays Narcissa. I used to. (laughs) 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 Madison, who plays Sunny. Used to. May he rest in pieces. In a a town that he hates. In the worst place. Worst place. And Nick, who played Pause. But we're going to jump back in with episode 24. We are halfway through, so we're going to hit the other half of our episodes. And in episode 24, pause. This is where pause picks up the rings from Jorfa. The rings that saved Narcissa's life and almost killed pause. <laughs> almost. Uh, pause reads the cursed book after he had just learned how to spell his name. Saw his like, name spelled out. Reward. <laughs> Instant reward. <laughs> why you don't read. You leveled up to level four. And you learned oh, about the nice. blood-stained oh. axe of the lopper. 
and what's really funny that I found humorous anyway is that you guys started joking around about cleaning the axe off in spite of the lopper. And what's funny is the with the part of the curse of the axe is that you cannot clean the blood off until hmm. the lopper has been oh, vanquished. No, but but Madison watched a YouTube. Didn't you see? You saw a YouTube video of like how to actually do it. So like, hi guys, welcome to my channel. Yeah, cleaning a curse blade today. And it's like how to actually do it. There's a way. Oh gosh. Yeah. I have a question about 24 that's not specifically about 24. Okay. It just took me till 24 to really stop and go, all right. What? But it's been going on the whole time. Why is everyone missing all the time? Every time we go somewhere, you're like, there's not as many people as there should be. Oh, yeah. It seems that's like a good question. there's oh, people, yeah. about, but not that many. Oh, you see just one or two. Well, like, be- one, because of the bloody letters and the dead animals, and people know there's something odd and supernatural going on to the uh, nightmares. People are... And not sleeping well, uh, getting up later, not holding to their normal routines like you would normally see. They are being affected mentally by the haunting of Harrowstone. So it's just a normal okay. human reaction to the things they were all experiencing. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And and yes, the not presence and the the strength that you know the power coming from the prison from these supernatural creatures, these haunts, uh, gotcha. was affecting everybody. Okay. You guys decided to go back to Zokar's to um, to talk to him and maybe talk to Peverin some more because you never ended up confronting Peverin basically at the statue because the whole Kendra thing happened. We, we got the vision and we ran away. Right? You got scared and ran away. <laughs> they were kissing and we got um, scared. <laughs> so you got back to Zokar's and the end of the episode was seeing the some townsmen, uh, including the shopkeep, playing towers with a de- mm-hmm. decks of horror cards and the horror oh, cards going yeah. up into flames yeah and that episode was called reading painbow <laughs> the as whole a, book as a punishment for learning the, to read yeah. right exactly yeah. <laughs> and then jumping into episode 25 and I, wait, I know madison, oh. madison knows what it is right uh i think oh. we'd have to ask lavar burton okay. about yeah, that. Uh, yeah i had a feeling <laughs> I, I figured <laughs> everybody would know that one <laughs> Episode 25, um, you guys talked to Luthko about the cards. You kind of, uh, they, the fallout basically from the cards going up in flames and trying to figure that out. So did that really happen or was it a vision? Because they were unhurt. The cards were unaffected. Did we just see it and it wasn't real? No, it really happened. It was like a, um, a psychological effect of uh, just the haunts in Harrowstone, the, the power coming from Harrowstone. And the cards were, but the cards were like completely unsinged and unharmed, you said. Correct, so what was yeah. that all about? Um, just one of those things they wrote in the books that would be fun to uh, creep you guys out with. It's a vision. It was so haunted. that's what I'm asking though. Was it a the, vision it or was it go, real? Um, it, the, it describes it as it really happened. The fire is real. They hear it and the screaming in their heads and the fire, they feel the heat from the fire and... Yeah, and because now we're getting into the like the meta decision that, or discussion of like what is real and your perceptions really are all that's real. So what does it matter? I got you. I'm with <laughs> yeah, you. It's, 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 it's tough. It's There's all about the power coming from the prison infecting the town in different ways and the different five, part, you know, the different ghosts, the big five. Mm-hmm. We're all affecting things a little differently. And they, it was one of those things they did put in the book. They had a series of here are some cool things to throw in the book to creep your players out, to make, you know, mm-hmm. to, to in, get them more invested in the prison and to tie things together a little more but they didn't really give why this happened who to talk to what they could find out from it which is kind of why i steered it more in the no we're just gonna let luthgo go home and be with his wife yeah, and instead we're all of like following what? that 
because there's nothing there is nothing there it was just a this is a a burst of power from the prison and there was no real explanation for it outside of that you guys seem awfully cool with this yeah Yeah, it definitely (laughs) inspires questions but there's plenty of precedent for that in Pathfinder with ever burning torches and things like that yeah for sure it's, it's fire that it's not really fire but yeah. when it happened to us in the town hall, like that was that was actually that was spread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, we never really left anyone to burn to like test it. So that's true. We don't know. We could for have certain. just stood there, been like, "Yeah, uh, is it really fire? This isn't real fire." And then they like die. We're like, "Oh, that is real fire." We oh, should put that and out. the real threat was the friends that trampled you the whole time, and yeah, there really yeah. was no threat. That's right. actually an interesting. Well, uh-huh. let's get to that episode. Yeah, later. we're gonna get to that episode. But <laughs> oh, this is where you cool. also talked to Pevrin. You guys actually discussed your nightmares with somebody outside of yourselves. You talked. Pavern about the nightmares and he talked about the nightmares he was having about the religious symbols chasing him and um, that was great I love that moment when he's like uh, and the biggest one was like this hood with stars on it and we're all everyone everyone's head snaps <laughs> to <laughs> pause <laughs> and honestly all of the nightmares including what I came up with for Pevern was was all something I came up with is not in the books it's it was just kind of setting more tone and more ambiance in the town. Production note, I believe for Pevrin's voice, I pitch shifted him up just one you semitone. You one pitch shifted semitone, me up just a, a tiny bit. Yeah. He's like 13 or 12. Or he's right around that, that line, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, that's what they say. He's a young teenager. Old enough to bench press a coffin with a body in it. <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't mess with that kid. Right. Adrenaline will do crazy things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then after kind of going through that whole trying to figure things out with the cards and all of that um, you decided you know let's just go back to Harrowstone so you book it back to Harrowstone and forget Kendra that was fun <laughs> and oh, and yeah. Narcissa had to go back and get Kendra from her house where she was sitting on the couch waiting for you <laughs> um, and then yeah you ended up going back and down the hole in, into the basement again and fighting the last remaining skeletons in that big room uh, and then the episode ended with Gertis coming out of his oh, office yeah. from the Oubliette hallway ending up behind Kendra uh, she did not notice oh. and that's 25 as we approached in episode 25 as we approached the prison we were talking about the warden's house and I, it wasn't me it was either Nick or Madison that asked uh, if there was a passageway between the prison and the warden's house. If there was like a secret underground oh. tunnel that led to the warden's house. I had forgotten about that. Not in the book. I could have homebrewed it, but not in the book. Okay. I, I assumed that he would want to be separate. Yeah. He would want a place. I would think to be you safe. would not want to have a house that has a passageway to the prison. Like, no, that's my that's work. I leave that yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prisoner gets loose and finds that you're not Crap. having a good day. This is no. my me time. I want to be alone. Um, and that was episode 25. And it was in game Fire Day, which is our equivalent to our Friday. Uh, but the episode is called Fire Day Night Lights. <laughs> You know that one? Um, Friday Night Lights, I assume. Yes, the, <laughs> the football one. Yeah, I know. I never I've watched never it. I've never seen it. But exactly. I've, yeah. But yes, that and that worked out well. <laughs> uh, and then we go to jump uh, jump to episode twenty six, and episode twenty six was actually in two parts, part one and part two, because it was our one year anniversary episode where we had oh, yeah. the rest of the Dimension Crossover. Door cast um, to play the different baddies. We had David playing Gertis Vorch. Still and don't like him. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was fun <laughs> to plan with um, everybody else, kind of this almost like radio play of a story that was going to happen. And honestly, that was all my creation. And the will saves you guys had to 
roll, uh, I had decided just whoever rolled the two lowest numbers, whatever those numbers might be, would hmm. be the ones pulled into the vision. Uh, and I totally thought it was going to be Sunny and Narcissa, and it ended up being Paws and Narcissa. And I'm like, all right, then that's why Gertis had you know needles and talking about going needles into eyes because we we were <laughs> oh, pretty sure you didn't, an- you didn't anticipate. You oh, didn't that's prepare too for funny. the contingency. <laughs> so there was it was a little bit more leaning towards freaking out Madison <laughs> in game. Um, but you had the thing of accusing me of a murder I didn't commit to yes, try and freak me which out. Which is very Zach. Mm-hmm. You know when I asked you what your fears are in episode zero, and I. Took each of your personal fears and tried to <laughs> weave it into the story as well, not just your character's fears, <sighs> just to you know make it a little bit more intense. Oh, that's um, funny. I want to give credit to uh, Nick. Doesn't want to give credit to, but I'm going to give credit to Stormburst. Another situation where yeah. Stormburst was wonderful, yeah. and amazing, and did the job. Really <laughs> you did get so much use out of that spell that shouldn't get any use. <laughs> the uh, domain power. Yeah. It, it, the only reason it got use and it worked was because I didn't have something better to yeah, be using. It was great. Had I had something better, I would have had more use out of it. It's not it, good. It worked perfect. <laughs> no. no, but so many times that it was like it did exactly just enough right. to do the job. It was it, like so perfect. It really did come in clutch during don't that o- fight. Don't oversalt your food. You just want to. You just want to just enough to get the job done. Oh, I'm calling it what it is. It was, <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad ability. And I loved that. I, again, Narcissa grew to be super, super large. I mean, every. I, I feel like you've been. <laughs> <laughs> I only get large at the end of fights. Right. Exactly. When, when, they're, <laughs> when they're only at the end. Yeah, no, Madison's like, I'm a summoner. I'm going to summon, 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 and then, uh, oh, I don't know. You're big. Okay, fight's over. <laughs> <laughs> and then just Kendra. I loved playing Kendra because all she was doing, I'm here if you need any help. <laughs> <laughs> that was my turn. Was there another way to beat the Marauder? Was that the only way to beat the Marauder was to take out the skulls? Uh, no, that is definitely one of the easiest ways to take out the Marauder was to take out this. Oh. Yes, yes, for sure. Well, because the skulls deal damage to him when you kill when Correct, you kill them. Correct. Yes. So and you could have just dealt direct damage to him, but we would have needed to be able. But he was to a haunt. You though. would have needed like um, the, the problem is you need haunt siphons, positive yeah. energy damage is sure. what would have done it, and sure. you guys don't have, have positive energy damage. Well, Kendra had disrupt undead. I think that technically is positive energy damage. But she was outside going, oh, let me know if you need any help and nobody ever called her in. So So we could have had her in there. It was probably for the best she wasn't though. She was very squishy. (laughs) But you ended up... Don't worry, Paz has storm burst. (laughs) You ended up (laughs) taking him out and then the Marauder and... But you know, yeah, the whole vision was fun. You guys getting to actually a little bit live out um, the, the last minutes of the prison before, you know, everything went up in flames and killed everybody and... Yeah. Just getting to, again, return back to that episode one uh, intro monologue of, of kind of being that being there, that third person there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, episode 26, part one was called The Great Gertis Tanking Show. <laughs> Madison, any ideas? I have never, never no, heard no of clue, it. No clue. Uh, the Great Indian uh, Cooking <laughs> Uh, series? Yeah, series. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> cook off. I think they just called cook off. Yeah, cook off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was mostly c- centered around uh, Gertis Forge. And then episode twenty six, part two, was the Hammer Maid's Tale. <laughs> yep. Yep. Handsmaid's Tale. Yeah. Yep. She got that. 
All right, jumping to episode 27. Um, after that fight and taking out the Marauder, you find the secret door with all the weapons and armor and that magic rope. Um, that was really, uh, that was totally in the book. That was not a me thing. That was uh, that, that was fun. Yeah. That rope is so cool. That was great. I love I, that rope. We need to like find a metagame reason to go back there and get that rope. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it'll be handy yeah. for climbing. Right. Uh, and then after that, you decided to leave the prison and discussed whether or not you should tell the town. Right. We found some swords and some armor. We're like, yeah, Splatterman's actually not that bad of a guy. We're going to let him chill here for a while. <laughs> uh, you split the party. Uh, Kendra and Narcissa went to Hearthmounts. Paws and Sunny went to the statue just to check things out because it was like in the middle of the night and you're like, well, just in case. We want to stand by and make sure nobody puts another letter up. Uh, and then you guys went back to Kendra's and slept? Back to the armor, though. Yeah. I, I rolled a perception check to find the armor that had, like, the raven's head on it. Yeah. It was studded leather. It was really cool. Who owned that armor before, 50 years ago? One of the probably... What was his name? Like, guard, <laughs> head of the guards. <gasps> the head guy? I guess. I don't... It was just... It just says there's armor in there. I, I right. made up the cool I thought you were the thing. lore master. Did he, did he have a family? What were his hobbies? Uh, what, what color was his hair? Eye color? His, wait. What was his initiative? Was his initiative oh. plus two? We're just going to spend just, another hour and a half handsome? on these questions. Yeah. yeah. These are the ones that matter. Yeah. Oh, man. But we're coming up on uh, some some rough episodes. <laughs> At the end of this episode, yeah. you woke up uh, to meet go meet the town council, and you saw the town gathering at the gazebo. Oh, and this is where we all began to really resent you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was episode 27. Say yes to the rest. Yes to the dress. There you, there you go. go. Uh, in not this a fan one, of that show. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good that you're not. <sighs> I think this is the only, maybe the only time I've ever done this, but you know, the outro, the music that plays as you're fading out the derner, 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 derner. Yeah. Uh, I pitch shifted it down for this one mm. because we were angry and sad yeah <laughs> it didn't feel right to have the normal outro music it was like no this is diff this is wrong <laughs> we thought old river was dead for first at first and, and to be mm. honest i went back and forth in my head i'm like do i really want to make this old river or do i want to make this something else you know another dog and then i'm like you know what would be cool well, cool. Not cool. <laughs> the murder. This whole thing. immediate attempt to backtrack you know and leave be... her children abandoned. <laughs> no, yeah, that'd be super cool. I'll leave. I'll leave a puppy <laughs> for each of them, in case. So there's there's three puppies because you intended for. Oh, were we if, supposed to adopt them? You, if you decided to, that like option the was there, but it was yeah, like the Starks. So it was there. Were but three we had puppies. to not die. Yeah, that oh, wouldn't have helped. But oh, man, I didn't, for some reason, adopting the puppies ourselves didn't really cross my mind. Because well, we'd have to, at some point, we realized we'd have to steal them from a halfling, and that's not nice. <laughs> and and from a new father. Yeah, no, we take. We wanted to adopt Old River from the beginning, anyway, though. Yeah, but he's oh, kind, that would have been fun if we just to the the town. Well, he belongs to us now. <laughs> well, we're dead. <laughs> This question was brought up in the episode when you guys were like, there's a letter on the gazebo. What is just the letter placement arbitrary? Um, that was a question that was brought up. And actually, uh, in the book, it does say whoever is possessed, and it does say Gibbs specifically because they assume that you're not going to find out it's him until later. You just happen <laughs> to catch him much oh. earlier than they anticipated. Yeah. We almost murdered him down in the first book, in the first page. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, that if he like perceives there's anybody by the statue, he won't go to the statue. He will either go to the entrance of the Restlands, the gazebo in the town square, on the town hall, or on the home of one of the four town council members is where he would put letters. So it was, the statue is obviously the most powerful and called, you know, had the most connection to the prison. Closest to his But if, right, exactly. But if that was unavailable because of, and he was, when you guys killed him, before you caught him, he was going to turn around and head to go to a different location. Oh. Um, and so when you were down at the statue and Jominda got possessed, then that was like, well, I'm just not going to go down at the statue. And yeah. right there is the gazebo. Mm-hmm. That makes how did, the most how sense. did you settle on Jominda? Rolled for it. Um, it was something I had actually decided like three or four months prior to the episode airing that if something ever happened to Gibbs, who would be the next That's victim? A good call. And I'm like, well, who yeah. are they connected to yeah. more? I didn't want it to be Kendra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. uh, there was already so much going on with her, and I didn't want to convolute to anything else that had happened previously. So, and Jominda seemed to be the perfect, the, the, call. like an yeah. innocent, you know, an obvious innocent. Whereas Gibbs was not an obvious innocent. Yeah. Before, so uh, raising the stakes. Yeah, a with little Gibbs, bit. you're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you being weird? We hate you. Considering he wouldn't have been possessed in the first episode, I was just an asshole. But yeah, he had he been an easy kill then? Like, but he had just, already been oh, yeah. suffering from nightmares, and like the he had townsfolk been... were being influenced by the powers of the prison before you guys got there. Yeah. So they're all hulked out. They're well, not, not hulked, hulked out, but, but paranoid. But and, exactly. And, right. Yeah. yeah. But angry like, at necromancers. Yeah. But yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, <laughs> not sleeping well, having anger issues, paranoid of people. Yeah. I, I think is, what you're asking is, would he have the same stat block as right. when we actually fought? Exactly. Him? Yeah. I'm assuming he. Oh God, he didn't no. Have oh, his, yeah. His stat block was uh, that of a common town. He would have ripped before. through my like, so paper. So for. Pathfinder speedrunners, the trick is murder yeah. him early. Kill him next first time. episode. <laughs> next time we do this book. Everybody. Episode one, yeah, kill Gibbs. Folk, yeah, the townsfolk are weak. Just kill them all in the first episode. Oh. Just wipe them out. Before, I suggest taking yeah. AOE spells so you can just wipe them out in oh. one blow. No, channel uh, channel negative energy. Yeah. So good. Right, yeah. Clerics, great so for speedruns. So good. <laughs> but let's keep let's keep going through this episode because it was it was really a blast. There was a lot of fun stuff. I mean, besides the letter, uh, Narcissa gets pissed off and decides to run back to the prison and yeah. Sunny cast hold person. Oh my um, gosh. And then Jominda screams. So pause runs and pause and, jo- and Benjen run and break through the door and go up to save her and, and the party is split again, but in a different way than it was split the night before. I like that pause and the sheriff knocked the door down but like pause contributed like plus two to the strength <laughs> to the strength <laughs> check and he, he really really the sheriff busted the door down but pause was there i did also speed yeah. up the uh possession abilities of the splatter man because he is who was obviously possessing the people to write the letters it should have been he was able to possess somebody every two d4 plus four days which Whoa. is yeah, right that's crazy that's long. exactly so i'm like no i'm just gonna Play it by ear forever yeah. and see what. Well, if we wanted to be eight years in the first book, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> or yeah. not a whole lot of letters and not a whole lot of motivation for you guys to. Four plus two D four. That could be almost two weeks between possessions, possibly. Yeah, that's nah. Yeah, too yeah. much. Be like, dear diary. Uh, but today sunny- is the third winter <laughs> remaining in this town. Years it later. is summer in Raven Grove yes. now. My children are growing up, and soon they will be able to work the fields. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still only an N. There's <laughs> um, still only an N. It's hard. To, yeah, it's, <laughs> well, there's still there's we've I've stopped at the for end. A second letter. <laughs> Some sort of N word is being written about town. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking of a story. I don't know what it is. 
Uh, but then Sonny does his blood biography spell. Uh, where he eats the piece of paper with the blood on it and learns more about what happened to Old River's old woman. <laughs> old lady. Uh, dog. And then you guys go to Hearth Mounts for the meeting where at the end, Sunny goes invisible. Paws goes with Benjin to Zokar's for oh making and then spills the beans about the murder. Paws like, oh yeah, well we did. I did paint the wrong letter. Oh, we did kill Gibbs a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, hey. It I was, stand by that. It was done with tact. It, it was, was done, it was with, done tact, with tact. Your roles and were what good. It, and what did it lead to? Because later on, that led to successes we would have otherwise not Absolutely. had. Well, that and the only reason why you were as successful as you were at telling him about it and him not turning around and being like, come with me, you're going to the jail, was that you guys had won a high trust score at that point too. Yeah. And that... Um, Thanks your, to everybody but pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your diplomacy was uh, roles were so high. I was, uh, he's just going to let this go for now and be like, you're not obviously out to murder everybody, just that one guy. Yeah, so. he's a shit sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is episode 28, and it was called Narcissa Explains It All. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Oh, you don't know this one? I don't know if I know this one. I think you might have needed to be maybe five years young, older. Older, <laughs> younger, medium, whatever. Yeah, it was... It was <laughs> Mid mid nineties, mid nineties, kind of a tween Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon show. Yeah. So tell us, Nick, what is it? Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I, oh, okay. even even in my youth, I was not much of like a Nickelodeon. I yeah. so so that's episode twenty eight, and we jump we jump to episode twenty nine, where at this point, pause. Uh, leaves Zokars and visits Jorfa to try and offload as many weapons as possible. Um, he also gives the jail some armor. Oh, and when he's at Jorfa's, he commissions the axe and gets new armor for that was, that was exciting for me. Uh, and then goes to the jail and gives them some armor, gaining him some more trust points. And then uh, the fire in the town hall happens, where you go to the town hall meeting and start to explain. And this uh, has a section in it a little uh, missed. I don't want to say it's missed, but it's something if you were really paying attention, you might catch. There are, of course, five ghosts in the prison, correct? Uh, and yeah. in the town hall, there are five torches. We had already you, ended. You had killed the yeah. marauder. And out of the five torches, only four exploded. And this That's kind right. of harks back to yeah. Avonk's question about what was missed and the fact that you had taken out the Mosswater Marauder before you got there meant that his torch, the fifth torch did not explode which meant less fire for you guys to deal with and I think it was hilarious how you started off by oh yeah no we got this we, we summoned each- like two water elementals we're uh-huh. like, okay, cool. oh yeah actually no, cool. we got this totally. I'm going on break and then the fire spread and you're like oh shit <laughs> 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 but it was a very interesting not really a combat but just a an interesting uh, just a situation, situation, yeah, puzzle almost. I'd never encountered a building on fire before, and so it was fun to like I, having to roll out all, all the people moving and having to roll where the fire was going to randomly end up. Yeah, it brought, it brought a lot of awareness to how inept NPCs are. Here's the thing: <laughs> and they're just like I don't know. I'm just going to not make any effort to put things out. Narcissa <laughs> attempted a diplomacy roll. You could have done a diplomacy or an intimidate to double their move speed to get out. Yeah. 
but you guys didn't really try until close to the end and it was just Narcissa and she failed and so she was just like no definitely as the teenager in a room with several town councilmen she definitely didn't feel like that was what she was supposed to do right yeah Yeah, and we talked about that at the table about Uh how like is anyone taking charge council people like maybe make some effort to like guide people out yeah right and he specifically says that they don't nobody really does anything but try to escape unless you do a diplomacy or an intimidate and then they move faster and try to help each other you you were so engrossed in trying to figure out the action economy of the fire and how to make sure you that was the important save people yeah. that nobody was really taking the time to try and figure out the crowd control portion of it which was funny oh. is that was the fire real yeah could it have killed somebody yes okay because it also would be a fun thought exercise you of like had they trample each other while they're running from an imaginary fire you had one round to put out <laughs> anybody who caught on fire or they would die it is amazing. And then you would lose trust points in the town. So between the three of us all having the ability to either summon water or summon a water elemental and the fact that we cut in a four instead of five. Yeah. How does any other party with five fires right. deal with that? There are mechanics for putting out party members. There are tapestries on the walls. There are, I mean, the CMD checks that yeah. Um, yeah, those Paws had to though. roll. Which was, yeah, which still felt very weird. So they if were you were high. not a magic caster, but a combat person, you could have done the CMB instead and like thrown yourself at somebody to smother them and put the fire out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let me but, just but there were you to the ground. Definitely other options for putting... Um, yeah. No, yeah. but still the town people just the, the action economy though of yeah. Yeah, like, keeping up with that definitely was easier with we had casters. multiple elementals yeah. running around yeah. and we still were like just yeah. barely made it by the skin of our teeth scraped by I can't imagine if we had a fifth fire that we would people yeah, would have fire too would have been yeah. ugh. so the first half of that the fire in the town hall um, that episode was called that's so raven grow yeah. <laughs> Chop the grow off. That's so Raven. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then we jump into episode 30 where we finish the fire at the town hall. And the PCs decided to just, all right, fire's out. We're headed back to the prison. See ya. <laughs> and take off. This is also where Narcissa rolls her fifth zero perception. <laughs> Killing it. Um, hey. On the way down uh, the hole back into the prison, you guys kill the hands. Interesting note about the sound effects there. The hands crawling around in the wicker basket is actually the sound of rats chewing on wicker. Nice. Okay. What? Where did you find... Did you just you have some rats in the wicker basket? No, I'm just scouring, scouring uh, uh, Creative Commons licenses. Uh, oh. Uh, interesting. Just interesting. Sounds. Okay. Okay. And then you went <laughs> back to the bloody letter room and started to... Uh, do your will saves and hit the bloody letters. Uh, and that is where that episode ended. And that is episode 30 called Wet Hot Ustalavian Summer. Michael Ian Black. Yeah, <laughs> my man. Why can't I think of... And everybody else. And everybody, everybody else. else. Bradley Cooper. I've never... I Christopher Maloney. Yeah. You can do it, Madison. America? Yeah. Is it easy, right? Wet Hot American Summer. Okay. I which seen which it, was so. a movie, and then they brought it back as a Netflix series right. like 20 years later. It's a little and they cheating. have all the same actors continue <laughs> to play high school students. Right, all in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Uh, episode 31 starts off uh, with Narcissa rolling. Oh, no, it's at the end of the, the bloody letter room, and you guys have hit the walls enough and caused enough damage to make oh. the room collapse, and oh. Narcissa rolls her 
quote unquote sixth zero perception <laughs> to see the walls crumble. Did I, do it I would, notice the walls crumbling? I roll a perception check. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was it was the fake roll, but yes, it was funny that the fake roll ended up being a zero. Failure, <laughs> like, no, yeah. you 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 know the wall collapsed, the ceiling collapsed on your head. <laughs> and I apologize because I was being a bad player uh, as we were doing that room and. Once we found out that one point of damage was enough to make the letter disappear, I kind of like stopped paying attention to my damage rolls. I was like, "All right, I hit the wall." And, and then like, I how much damage? And I'm like, I, no. "I don't know." It was like, I was like, "No, how much five actual and a half damage?" Or... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What does it matter? It was more than one, and that's all you need to know." And she's like, "Well, it just <laughs> matters for reasons." <laughs> <laughs> why? Wait, why did that matter? Because um, the uh, the bloody letter room had an HP. Once you oh, hit zero HP, it caved in, and you it guys had to roll your fort save to see if you succumbed to the haunt, uh, taking e- e- right. having to take that damage, and then the reflex save to see if you could half the damage if you right. failed the fort. And the fort save, the fort save DC was how much damage you guys did. Oh, Oof. so we yeah. should have just done. So minimum. it was, most of you probably would not have gotten it. Narcissa probably had a chance if she rolled high enough. Oh my goodness. What was the actual DC then? Uh, 21, I think it was. So we all could have passed it, but it would have been. That's right. It would have been, been hard. Yeah, difficult. it was, yeah. The, I think the DC of the walls was like 20 or 25, something like that. Something around that area. And so whatever the final blow was, however much past the HP it went, that was then the DC. So if like a high-level wizard came in there and finished it off with like Disintegrate or something... You could potentially have like a DC of like, yeah, fort save of yeah. like seventy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's brutal. Because yeah, if you hit it too hard, you're gonna have a bad time. Uh, but then you guys started the fight with the actual Splatterman. Pause started this combat with one HP. I yeah. remember how mm-hmm. nervous. And then you had the rings still active yeah. with Narcissa. <laughs> so if I get damaged, that was horrible. <laughs> if I'm going down, we're all going down. And it's oh. you know started with the rats being summoned, and then the magic missiles coming at you, and then Narcissa. This is where you summoned the wolf. I think I mentioned that magic in an missile. earlier Virginia. episode. Yeah, Virginia Wolf. Uh, and then the octopus was summoned, and it, it was like all no, hell no broke loose at that point. Just an octopus. Oh my goodness! That the was the first suggestion the book put in there. You could summon an octopus, or this, or that. And I'm like, an octopus? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Sorry, I, I had to pull up giant octopus. That's a CR eight creature, right? Whoa! It's intense. And we're a party of three and a half at level five with Kendra. No, level four we're at level that point. Four. We're just really good at Pathfinder, you guys. It does specifically <laughs> it does specifically call out eight tentacles plus a bite. Right. Oh my goodness. But I didn't use the other other tentacles if you were already grappled or without with you know, but, not within grapple. But that range. makes sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me in the moment. New GM, I did what I figured, you know, if a oh, octopus yeah. already has something grappled, it wasn't I think gonna try. Narratively, I think that worked out. Yeah. A lot Thank better. you. Thank you, Madison, <laughs> no, for having my back on that. doing the constrict and the bite. Like, I just thought it would be a really awesome combat to all of a sudden an octopus appears in oh the middle of goodness. this massive room and has reached that covers pretty much every right, corner. Right, and almost. it's going to hit everybody until yeah. it captures all of them. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It was intense. Okay. We're, lucky anyway. to be, we're lucky that we survived that. It was fun because Most it was so back and forth. That. It was, oh my God, we're going to die. No, I think there's a glimmer of hope. Oh my God, we're going to die. And oh we really no, thought I it was think we pause. might make it. Oh my God, we're going to die. <laughs> we <laughs> thought pause was going to want to go first. Threading I, the wire. If yeah. I remember correctly, Nick, you said it was one of your favorite combats you'd ever been a part of because you didn't know how it was going to turn out. So I've said this plenty of times in game. 
I like dying honest deaths. I like having oh, yeah. real consequences. I like a difficult combat. I do. That was definitely a difficult combat. It was. Yeah. And we ended that session with Sunny having just escaped the tentacle, Kendra unconscious, and Narcissa in the water trying to not drown. And that was episode 31 called Octopus Game. Spoilers, Kendra doesn't stay unconscious. Octopus game. So what does octopus game refer to? That doesn't rhyme with That's anything. Not, did, I, I don't think I was part of that conversation. Uh, oh, but sushi game? <laughs> sushi game? Uh, Sashimi uh, game? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Nick came that up That would with be that a little one. bit more. I did not come up with that one. I know that. Squid games. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do not put credit so, on But in that one, Nick, uh, oh, God, I, Nick reminded me of there's this uh, Simpsons bit where they're shooting a movie and the guy's painting a horse to look like a cow and like why don't you just use cows in the movie like cows don't look like cows on film gotta use horses yeah. <laughs> gotta paint the cows on horses. so there's a moment where Nick's like oh I'm gonna be really helpful and as I'm tearing a page out of this book I'm gonna tear a page in real life out of a book on the microphone yeah. <laughs> which just sounds like it's terrible. He's like, <gasps> I tried it and we recorded it and it didn't sound, didn't good. sound good. And w- I, I love when you fell in the water too. You tried to talk as a character oh, you tried to and you had water in your mouth and you spit all over spit. your <laughs> microphone. Yeah. I was gargling and trying to talk. <laughs> so the second half of that fight uh, was episode 32 where uh, Kendra actually dies. Paws got bitten. Narcissa was re grappled. Uh, Kendra's arm was bit off. Oh, God. And it, it was, I mean, a total of 15 rounds of just a roller coaster combat between the two episodes. And what's crazy is the end of the fight. Narcissa took her last swing, major big swing, and hit the Splatterman and happened to uh, take him out completely and with zero HP left. Paws had three strength ability score. Uh, yeah, not, he was not three walk. right, not a three modifier, but a three strength ability score. Nurses that had zero HP. I was staggered. Um, it was yeah, it was bad. And you guys actually never ended up getting all of the information about the Splatterman from the temple. Oh, there's something you're gonna tell us right now then. So I'm going Ooh. to read to you what you would have learned had you successfully uh, gotten your knowledge check for the Splatterman. The Splatterman's name was Heen Faramin, mm-hmm. which you got from his item. He was a celebrated scholar of anthroponomastics, the study of personal names and their origins at the Quarterfo Archives of Caliphas. Which is why he didn't know what an octopus was supposed to look like. Right. (laughs) (laughs) An accidental association with a succubus twisted and warped his study, turning it into an obsession, the study of names into an obsession. Fairman became obsessed with the power of a name and how he could terrify and control with it. Soon enough, he had lost his tenure Uh, with the university and became obsessed with an imaginary link between a person's name and what happens to that name when the person dies. Every few days, he would secretly arrange for his victim to find a letter of her name written in blood, smeared on a wall, or laid out with carefully arranged entrails. Once he had spelled his victim's name, he would kill her in a gory mess using a complex trap or a series of rigged events meant to look like an accident. Oh, man. So he was a big brainiac, which is why he was like the big bad of the big bads. The most intelligent one. He's the one who came up with the idea for the lopper to rise out of his cell during the uh, 
prison riot yeah. to try and kill people. He got the potion to the lopper, and he's kind of oh. set that whole thing in motion. So was he? He was the brains the behind the operation. Okay. Big brain yeah. on oh, wow. heen. Uh, Big brain on heen. There we have it, guys. People, smart people, villains. <laughs> A lot of them. And, like, name your kids long names. Yeah. yeah. Also that. No, it's yeah. great that it was Paz. Your name could have been spelled so fast. Oh, my God. And then Narciso, I felt so safe. Yeah, you yeah. were good. What happens if, like, he had successfully completed somebody's name? You would have immediately been possessed by him, basically. You, you wouldn't have had to roll a will. You, I would have made you roll a will, but regardless gotcha. of what you rolled, you would have failed. <laughs> you're like, 27, you're like, eh, you're taking over. <laughs> yeah, because your name has been spelled. Your power has been diminished. Interesting. Uh, that is episode 32, the end of uh, the fight with the Splatterman. Kendra is now dead, and everybody Armless, is in real lifeless. bad shape. Uh, episode 32 is called Dead Like We. Yeah. Does Madison know this one? Dead, dead like me? There you yeah. go. The thought process was that... Kendra is now... We are all undead. Yeah. And Kendra is now dead. Dead, dead, dead like, like the like rest we. of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 33. This is the beginning of the aftermath. This is where <laughs> everything starts to go off the rails. You guys discuss bringing oh, Kendra back and decide, yeah, that's what you have to do. You're not doing anything else until you can bring Kendra back to that's life. That's a thing yeah. that can be done. We should do it. Narcissa and Sunny go get the horses. You meet the burrows uh, and intimidate Hearthmount into giving you those horses. Wait, intimidate? I think oh, we diplomacy. No, it was Sunny and it was an intimidate, Jack. Was it an intimidate? It was an intimidate check, and you wow. rolled high enough to succeed an intimidate I, check. Wow. And Hearthmount's like, an oh, asshole. okay, yeah, you take the horses. <laughs> Good thing Paz wasn't there. Yeah, I was very happy I wasn't oh there for God, that whole yeah. thing. It, yeah, Paz would have change the whole dynamic <laughs> of everything. <laughs> Paul's probably would have been like, hey man, you know me. I'm a good guy. These are my good siblings. We're trying to save one of your townsfolk. And he would have been us like, the that's horses. a good point. And he would have like given us the horses <laughs> yeah, and like three, three days extra rations <laughs> and also like an escort or something. Like, you so know. This, this is where another fan question comes into play. Ooh. Ellie, the adopter of small NPCs, adopter of small NPCs <laughs> asked the question, were the sweet halfling vets original or from the book? I bet they're from the book. The sweet halfling couple was original. Oh, I'm wrong. I made them up. However, the population of Ravengrow is as such. They only ever give you the information on important humans in the town. They don't give you important information on any other Wow. And, race. It, and it says there's two halflings in the whole town or there something? There are 311 people total in Ravengrow. 281 of those are humans. There are 12 halflings. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. There, the burrows are two of those. Eight elves, seven dwarves, huh. and you've met one of Dwarfa. them. Hi-ho. And three half elves. So, eight elves. Oh, piggybacking on that. Yeah, there's a lot of elves. Did you. Just go hang out with them. Do you have any other halflings in town that you've hidden about that we haven't met yet? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you haven't peppered them in. Like, no. I know where they are. Uh, I mean, are they are very small. You could hide them quite well. They came in a little bit late in the game. It was one of those crap. They're talking about leaving town now that Kendra's dead. 
Is what, there what I have? What can I do to maybe keep them in town? And that was it's one of you. I think actually said that. What did you create these guys just to try and keep us down? <laughs> <laughs> kind of and puppies, puppies and halflings. There are halflings in town, but I I knew that they wouldn't be like super visible because they're not part of any no. of the important people that they point out in. Yeah, the they gotta book. give the click. They gotta rep a good click if they really want to get noticed. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was that was interesting. I just kind of created those guys on okay. the fly, probably a week or two before the actual episode. Wow, I love the names. The names are so good that I assume it was Paizo. Aw, thanks. Nope, that was me. What were the names again? <laughs> Ingletrude? Ingletrude and Hildebrand. Those are good names. So you guys end up getting the horses and you make so it back cheap. to Kendra's house and Paz looted Kendra's house. And I actually stopped the episode well. before we figured out what loot he got because none of that was in the book at all. I had to actually create what loot was in every single room of that house. Are you comfortable with the word looted in this I don't situation? love it. No, I don't love it. <laughs> he's not like he's he stealing from the dead. He like, the house. Well, he was literally stealing from the dead. But he was gathering resources yes. to, yes. Undead the to undead the dead. To undead the dead. Sure. Right. Uh, sure. But, sure. <laughs> the reason why I ended it where I did was, uh, you know, with the horse, everything instead of with you had pa- because I had no idea <laughs> what I was going to have in the house for oh. you to find. Yeah. And it took me the whole week to kind of go through and like, okay, what would they find in this house that would actually be useful and interesting? And that was episode 33. And the name was called Horse Hunters. House Hunters. House Hunters, yeah. Which edition? Or, or it could be Mine Hunters. Just House Hunters. Doesn't matter. Well, but could be. Oh. House Hunters is closer. That's true. There are, yeah. Starts with an H. The other one, yeah. That's fair. All right. Jump into episode 34. This is the beginning of your journey off book when you decided you were going to run to Lepidstadt and save Kendra's life. <sighs> Sorry about that, but yeah, I had to do it. It was great. Honestly, it was. An easier way to tie Sonny's story into everything than waiting until book two <laughs> to tie Sonny's Which, yeah, it was story and everything. Yeah, great yeah. finding out the whole thing with Judge, like that he knows Judge D. Yeah, and, like, that yeah. was that was wonderful. And knowing now that everybody ended up not making it to book two, <laughs> oh, so tragic. We actually got to meet Father Provdimus on the way. Like if we had yeah. never done this little trip, there's a whole extra. We got a whole scoop of flavor and lore a that we never would have backstory of people. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Pause in the. His uh, Fey connection with the Sh- Shutterwood Forest, yeah. and the there was a lot that happened. That. Yeah, we got to meet one of uh, Pause's friends, friends and then <laughs> murder them yeah. right in front of him. Yeah. Well, okay, we did We're actually take him away. We, yeah, we took him away. He walked. Well, yeah. we have another uh, listener question, and that is uh, from Gigi Wow. Gigi Wow says, on a scale from one to ten, with eleven being the likely answer, how hard was it to have to juggle the sudden jump to book two in the race to save Kendra? Was the background reveals already planned for the transition between the books, or did you have to add them? I had weaved backstory information through book one, two, three, and five so far uh, before we had gotten to this point. Man. Four I hadn't figured out yet. And then the last book I hadn't figured out yet either. So I had, even in book one, tendrils reaching out to these different books uh, based off of the journal entries you guys read and the information you picked up about your father and other ways. I was already like spider webbing uh, backstory into everything. So I had some ideas going into this off book 
what I was going to do with Sonny. I already knew Sonny and Judge D knew each other. Um, and Brith Dermid, I loved that it was, you know, this very formal character that turned into Judge D because of Sonny. <laughs> uh, but then there was a period of time where we kind of took a break and then Madison and I talked about Sonny's character and where he came from and what he was, you know, the things he'd experienced and, and, and a little bit more. Uh, and then I created Nikolai based off of that information. Oh, and Nikolai. there was, and there will be more ties to the people Sonny knows still um, in book two that your new characters will run into. I want you to know each and every one of those is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we've already yeah. kind of run into, we've awesome. played episode one. Or session one. Yeah, of, we already of started book two, the book two, and you've re- you've already heard about Nikolai cleaning up after the. <laughs> the oh <beast. laughs> man, that was it. It hurt. You're it like, hurt. Oh, if only yeah. it was sunny here. Looking at him like I want to say something, but I can't. Uh, but but that that whole series it was episode thirty four through thirty eight so a total of five episodes we were off book and I planned it out actually I was pretty impressed with myself it, the timing wasn't exactly what I planned but it was five episodes which is what I planned to be off book to get us back around as soon as possible to jump back into the story um, so episode thirty five oh no episode thirty four one of my f- is my title and it's one of my f- it might be my favorite title in the whole show. A P by yo. <laughs> A period P period and then the word by B Y E and then yo Y O ex- exclamation point A P by yo. Oh, A P bio is in AP like bio. biology. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's a show. A P bio, yeah, with Patton Oswalt. Oh, I didn't go through the rest of the stuff on that. Um, that was the the answer to the question for for G Wow. Um, but this is episode 34 is where Sonny sees the cricket on his hand oh, with the yeah. white top hat. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That was this episode. Okay, I've been wanting to ask about that one. Which what? was a, which was a haro card, right? Like it you got was a one of your future haro cards and the cricket stands for travel. Oh. You guys were about to travel for two weeks. And so it was just a little... Hey, this comes into play because it was a Haro card yeah. you pulled. Okay, yeah. and it has to do with traveling. And here you are. Oh, that's that's awesome, though. Uh, and so that was uh, what the cricket with white top hat was. And if you look at the Haro card, I don't think I showed you, but I can. I will pull up the picture now of that cricket so you guys can see, because it is a cricket with a white top hat. Yeah, that's right. Um, but also, Sunny ended up having a dream about an alligator with a top hat drinking a cup of tea and uh, sitting on the statue of a subjugated man. Uh, that is the Haro card, the Rakshasa, yeah. which is Sonny's Haro card. And that card represents, here I'll pass this around. I remember that one. Basically, the card was his dream, and that card represents his mind being taken over by another oh. force, which is what ended up happening. In the end, you got taken over by Father Charlatan. <laughs> so it was more like a warning dream for the future. Uh-huh. And then you guys went to Tamravenna and met Father Proctimus. I'm so glad we got to do that. That yeah. was just nice. And what's funny is I kind of created a thing where in the checkpoint, if you, there were different uh, roles or different DCs for different outcomes at that checkpoint to get into Tamravenna. And if you had not mentioned Father Provdimus, uh, you would have been detained for Ooh. a day by the guards <gasps> because of the dead body on your horse. <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> 
Um, and I imagined you probably would have said something about Father Provdimus at that time and then gotten help and been brought out. But uh, because of the diplomacy roles and the fact that you mentioned Father Provdimus, and so he's like the father of, you know, the Phrasma Temple in town that saved you a lot there. Yeah. Uh, and then you did an awesome concert for the city of Tamravenna, and then you ended up uh, stopping at and camping outside of the Shutterwood Forest. Now, when you say concert for the city, I mean, was it like six people in the room? You got a hundred gold pieces because <laughs> you played so well. Remember, it was like six songs, and and it was <laughs> a whole thing that that Nick came up with. Yeah, we played six different songs, and <laughs> and we're <laughs> Our original composition, right? Exactly. Sound designer. Oh, a hundred gold pieces per song. Oh no, per note. Per note, per note played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was AP Bio, uh, and then you ended up uh, spending an episode fighting the Spring Heeled Jack, and then making it the rest uh. of the way to Leopardstadt. Now, the Spring Heeled Jack is. A side combat that they have in the back of the book, basically one of those random encounter combats you can come into uh, at the end of book one. And I figured I'd just throw it in there. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It was a fun thing. I know you had a question about that, Zach. Right, because my knowledge check told me that they like creating terror and yeah. making people scared. And they kind of feed off of the spreading of the stories. So they stay near populated areas. So why was it way the hell out in the middle of nowhere? It wasn't out in the middle of nowhere. It was one day away from Leopardstadt and it was off of a main travel thoroughfare uh, a main trail that people take to get to Leopardstadt so it scares the, the people as they're going from one place and to another and then the survivor gets to Leopardstadt and spreads the stories uh, all mm-hmm. right. ah. uh. and that episode episode 35 is called I Lunch Lucy yeah because Lucy was the horse <laughs> yeah that's a good Lucy. one Lucy yep yeah, the, actually, the end of I Lunch Lucy was the reveal that... You know. Sonny and, and Judge Embrith Dermot know each other. Yeah. And that was where the whole, Judge D, Sonny, what are you doing here? And that was a fun... That was great. That was fun. Uh, yeah, I loved that, like, Sonny didn't know who it was, basically... You knew moment. Judge D. You yeah. have no idea who Embrith Dermot right, is. Right, exactly. I did not put the two and two together, which was awesome. What's your intelligence? Uh, <laughs> it was, it was not, not great. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sonny, Sonny was not a smart, smart lad. But at the beginning of the next episode, thirty-six is when you realized Judge D is a multifaceted character, has different sides to her that you did not expect. She's not a simple. Way cooler she than brought in Kendra's dead body to hide it for the day. Back in episode ten, you made a huge deal over trying to open this book with the purple, you know, the yeah. lush purple velvet cover and the scarab with the eye and the triangle lock and oh, something good has got to be in here. And then here we are, episode thirty-six, and she's like, "Hey, do you have the book for me?" And they're like, "Yeah, here." It is and you ha- said nothing you handed See, it over and said nothing else asked no questions you're like yeah here's the book, book. We I, the stand, book. I stand by that though. Yeah, me too yeah, yeah. i stand by okay. that we we've talked about this several times now and it, it's one of those things where something that's very important to you when something more important is happening yeah. like your friend died right you're sure. gonna put that on the back burner. i would like to throw a caveat out there that you're allowed to stand by it because you also we're playing a character who couldn't read. Sure. 
<laughs> words true. were probably a little less important to you in general. You're like, yeah, it's a book. It's stupid. Right. <laughs> we probably should have maybe questioned a little bit, but yeah, you're also, I, yeah. I agree. Like we had much bigger fish to fry at the time. We yeah. were just like, Kendra, 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 Kendra. No, I, I, I would have genuinely felt kind of weird about that of like, Hey, what is focusing this on after anything all? else in that moment? I think if we had, if we had gone through things, you know, the way they were actually supposed to progress and we had gotten there and been like, all right, well, we did everything in Hearthstone. Now we're here. Here Here's the, the books. Book. Been like, what is going on with this yeah, book? What's up with that? Yeah. You know, we're looking for a new mystery, basically. Well, I'm not going to tell you what's like, up with that. What's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that? Because that will come into play in book two. So, moving on, uh, you guys also met Nikolai, a friend of Sonny's. Hey, yeah, it's me, Nikolai. Oh, yeah. Nikolai. Nikolai. And he's uh, the janitor over at the university. You also met the madam at the Hungry Beaver. And <laughs> Jesus, titty fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then went to uh, Father Vargas's to uh, bring Kendra back to life. To be fair to the Hungry Beaver's name, the place is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. No, so, it I delivers. Mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's it kind of why I picked the Do name. Do they deliver? Yeah. Actually, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Can you order Hungry Beaver from Grubhub? <laughs> <laughs> so that's episode 36, mm. and the uh, title is The Tax of Life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take it both, and there you have Hungry Beaver. <laughs> the Tax of Life. The Tax of Life. The Facts of Life. The Facts of Life. Yeah. Is that the show? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's old. Okay. You weren't even born yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Zoomers, <laughs> Zoomers don't know that show. That was a t- I remember that was a tough one to come up with. You know, I, the the tax it's of good, life. though. I'm happy The Tax of it. Life. Yeah, yeah the, the, all, everything you had to go through to bring Kendra back to life. And also money, too. Yeah. Literally. Exactly, yeah. And then we go to episode 37, where Kendra comes back to life and screams, and the beast grabs her out of the window, and oh. you guys have the chase Nick's through Nick's favorite Ravengrow. episode. Yeah. <laughs> chase mechanic I know cards. it's Nick's hate least this, favorite. Hate this episode. I know. <laughs> I hate this episode. It's one of those, if you uh, don't... It, it, the chase mechanics are tough when you play really with the cards, are. because the no, DCs the, are pretty high. The drama, though, of the way it ended with... It was great, and I pulled no punches. We played it as it played out, and it ended up being really close. Me taking really the close. shortcut and actually making that giant roll to get the shortcut, and then going invisible so that I could jump scare him and boost and you my were intimidate. Head, yeah, oh, and you were yeah. large, and yeah. Large and invisible, just to like, let's yeah. boost this as much as we can, because I really need it. So it was fun for Narcissa. Yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> my favorite episode. Episode. And it was mostly fun for, yeah. I think, Sonny. It was I. But poor Paws <laughs> got stuck behind going, I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> Which man. I, yeah. no, I felt bad for. But it was one of those things that I'd never done before. And I thought, why the hell not? You yeah. know? And the times, I, times we've play tested the chase deck, you do hit those spots where it's like, I literally can't do this. And right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the chase mechanics need to be a little bit smoothed out a in little, that regards. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That said, I, this is my first time ever getting to see. I've seen so many times. Like, I've been... Pretty much every campaign I'm in, the DM sets up some kind of chase mechanic, and somehow the players always accidentally ruin it. <laughs> so this is my first time having that not happen. It was it was hey! great. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't ruin one thing. <laughs> I feel like the chase mechanics, the, the easiest solution is just having it where if a member of the party can succeed at it, then you can progress. That would make sense. Yeah. Everybody like progresses. Because that's how it is through. with like perception checks and yeah. everything else in, right. the, in the game. True. Yeah, you can yeah. like... 
unless maybe unless you're actually split up and you're not on the same square then you are you've split the party effectively yeah because the cards are supposed to be you know different areas sure right. so sure. yeah if you're not all together and making your checks together if you then, elect then yeah to you could would make sense if you're like hey I'm gonna take a shortcut get sure. abandoned yeah but it's yeah. like it's like someone where like a perception check and one person can make the perception check and be like hey guys we're going this way party over here right I'll be <laughs> yeah. But that was episode 37, The Chase. It was called Welcome Back, Kendra. No, I don't got that one. I don't have this one. I, I Welcome do, Back, do Cotter. Yeah, yeah. No? Yeah, no, nothing. Oh, we're too uh, old, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question about that, though. Yeah, go for it. What would have happened if we had failed the chase mechanic? I don't know. I was playing by ear. <laughs> Honestly, the whole episode I was playing by ear. I'm like, this would be fun to do right now. Interesting. Nice. That's, nice. that's balls. And, yeah. and, and so oh I just, goodness. I pulled it in and we did it. And wow. then I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I, I was, um, I was just as clueless as you guys, as far as what was going to end up happening in the end. I had no plans. I was just playing it as it happened. Nice. Gotta love those moments. When yeah. You, just, you know, get I, to shoot off the It was almost like I was like, another player at the table. Yeah, was fun. exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, moving on to episode 38. And this was a, an extremely fun episode because we had our first guest star. Oh, I definitely have questions about this one. On a Dimension Door episode. This is where you met the Crooked Kin. Oh, uh, yeah. Who loves greatest cabinet of curiosities <laughs> and we had guest star rain zero on um and technically this whole interaction meeting the cricket kin uh and everything you went through here was supposed to be the beginning of book two this is what you were supposed to encounter on the way to ustalov is that actually in the ap yeah Cool. It is in the beginning of book two. The ape in the beginning, and and they are on their way to Ustalov because they've heard of this great beast that's been captured, and there's this whole hoopla, and it seems like there's a lot of people gathering, and so to go, make them as much crowd. money Let's as go, possible. Yeah, go to the crowd. Right. So what I had them do is you meet them on the way back to to Ravengrow, and they're on their way to Ustalov, and I'm hoping that with the time differential, by the time you get back to Ustalov. They've set up and they're doing their whole thing, and you have a contact in Ustalov, somebody you know already, besides yeah. Judge D, sure. is this, you know, crooked kin. Um, and then you had the face spider fight, and then no one actually failed their fort save against the face spider. What was his character? What was Rain's class? Was it Full Metal Alchemist? He it was, was the brawler. Oh, it was the, the brawler. The, the brawler. Um, has the bionic brawler. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Constructed pugilist. Uh, oh, the pugilist. The pugilist. That's yeah. what it was. Constructed pugilist? Yes. Yeah. Constructed pugilist. That is exactly what it is. Uh, cool. And that's, Fun and flavor. And he, he built his own, and, and that this is what I gave him. I basically was like, here are all the people who are in this circus. There's the bearded lady. Yeah. There's the giant woman. The triplets. Um, with the weird shaped heads. So does this guy have a mech suit in the Crooked Kin or he's just uh He created that. He he's no arms, no legs. He's literally a torso. Yeah, that only. was that was us like almost getting cancelled. Yeah. Oh, it was close. Or we're just like how ableist are we gonna be right now? Yeah, that was there were some, some tricky waters there. We're like, you can't come with us. Like, ah, you don't have any arms and legs. How are you gonna have You yeah. want us to take this guy? But no, it, I mean, I was like, who do you want to play? And he's like, I want to play this person. And I'm like, sweet. All right. Um, and I actually did try to see if his significant other, because they, they play together. Oh, cool. Uh, in the same podcast. It's basically husband and wife one-on-one. Oh, she that's right. Her, that's so yeah, right. Yeah, which is roll. so cool. So I asked if both of them would be interested. And then he was the only one who was able to actually make it. Because I was like, there's so many people in this circus. I don't want to play everybody. Right. <laughs> Help. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, in that face fighter fight, there were, I think, two people that got bit, but both people f- saved their fort saves. If you had failed, you would have taken 1d2 con damage. Just FYI. But that was a blast to actually have a guest star yeah. on, to have somebody else just play with us and... Yeah. Yeah, and murder a child in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Did we uh, have any chance, if we had gone faster, if we had made more perception checks, Save is there a chance her? we could have saved her? No. She's dead when we got there. In the book, she is dead regardless okay. of when you get to uh, Well, that makes me feel a little better, I guess, yeah. knowing yeah. that we didn't, we didn't fuck bit. up. What they didn't uh, plan on was you giving the kin a way to bring her back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you might run into that in book two we also. Were, it's, it's just because- That would be really cool. We were, you know, Narcissa's young, and she's just in that age where it's like, it's all about this right now. When you get focused on like yeah. something like, <laughs> like reincarnating people- uh, not reincarnating, but like resurrecting people. It's just like, yeah, that's what we do. Here, go resurrect them. <laughs> we just did it. It's great. Which I feel like is a pretty rational thing if you just brought someone back from no, no, like, fell, the, yeah, fell, you know, the fail right. of death. Yeah. You, I, I would be telling a lot of people about that too if I had just done Here, that. Go to this guy. Get, you know what? Tell him my name. He'll treat you right. <laughs> well, also, like, we were fine, and it was, you know, it wasn't an issue. That, that was yeah. tough. Uh, uh, Meta-wise, though, I, I feel like Nick probably had... I had a problem with it. I think Nick might have, too, of, like, justifying... We just got Kendra back. Why are we stopping Yeah, and, and doing a side quest? Like, Which I is was, why I didn't put them in your path on the way to Leopard's Oh, yeah, because we never oh, would have stopped. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. But yeah. even on the way back, I still feel like Narcissa would have been super protective of Kendra, not wanted to let her out of her sight, and just wanted to get her home. Just wanted to get yeah. her home with some warm pajamas. I, I did kind of, like... I change my There is a guest star. A I guess we have to do this. I, yeah. <laughs> 100%. A little bit. Well, that episode was called The Mech Prince of Belzar. <laughs> yeah. Prince Zar. Yeah. 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 When his name was Prince Zar, I'm like, we gotta do something. The Mech. Yeah. The Prince of Belzar. Yeah. That's, um, that's too yeah. good. And then we jumped to episode 39 where you are just about to jump right back into book one. You level up to level five, which Ooh. is crazy because yeah, you shouldn't that's... be at level five yet <laughs> in book one. Pretty powerful. <laughs> oh, man. But so much had happened between the fight with the Splatterman and the fire at the town hall and then the fight with the Spring Hill Jack and then all so everything much. with Judge D and the chase you couldn't with just the bees not level us and up. the phase spider. It just seemed like so much had happened that I could not level you That'd up. That'd be a real C word. We're short a party member, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's designed for a party of four. Instead of three. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was one of those things because you started at level one, which is always really tough. I knew I wanted to level you up faster through Mm -hmm. the first book to get you. Leveling up is fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like keeping you at lower levels longer was not, especially since being just salt and half bards and everything was not the best thing. I wanted to level you up a little bit quicker. But also, I'm a big fan of playing a character with limited toolkit and then slowly building the toolkit. Yeah. Instead of way, I like that way more than jumping in at like level eight or 12 and yeah, building yeah, a character. Sure. I really like getting familiar with a kid at low levels and watching it bloom, blossom. blossom like a flower. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but to finally answer GWAS question as far as how hard it was, honestly, a lot of this was already information I had in my head for the next book because like I said I had already planned I had these spider webs weaving through books one two three and five and so it wasn't an 11 hard Uh, it it definitely took me a minute I'm glad we had the opportunity to take a two-week break 
uh, before starting into the off book stuff because I needed that time for inspiration to figure yeah. out exactly what was going to happen and how I was going to time it. And I, you did great. Me being a- as weird as I am, I actually did go through and figure out what triple time would mean as far as how many more miles per day it would give you guys and how much time it would cut off your total travel time and how much mileage it was from this place to this place to this place, where you would stop for each. I did the math. I did the crunch. Um, (laughs) And i that's how I got my five episodes. It was going to be five episodes off book and then we're going to be back. And we made it. Woo! Woo! Almost exactly. (laughs) I was very impressed. We managed to stay within my timeline. Uh, So after Mech Prince of Belzar, we got back on book with episode 39 where you leveled up to five. Like I said, you were back in Ravengrow, took back the horses to Hearthmount and let Hearthmount know that, look, here's Kendra. She's alive now. We we did it. Huzzah. Huzzah. And then uh, after leveling up to level five, Sunny's like, hey, look, I can summon horses. And you summoned horses for everybody to ride home on. (laughs) Except, I mean, Kendra and and Paz walked back, but... (laughs) <laughs> Narcissa and Sunny was like, no, we're going to ride our horses back to the Kendra's house. And the horses were prettier <laughs> than the ones we had just ridden uh-huh. on that time. They were nicer. Narcissa they got smelled her. better. They were Nar- quasi-real yeah. and horse-like. Uh, Narcissa got her new axe, and then you decided uh, to head yes. back to the prison to try and finish everything off. Episode 39 is called Pretty Level Fibers. Yeah. Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I know the name. It, I know it exists. And then we are so close to the end here, jumping on to episode 40. Uh, You guys go back to the prison. Stop here. Visit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's good. And then we all live happily ever after, right? Everything was good. Yeah. (laughs) It was very happy. Rainbows and sunshine and light, cool breezes. Reading pain bow. Uh, you visit Vissoriana to see what's been going on. I'm glad we did that. That was neat, getting to visit with her one more time. Also, the interaction was really fun because everyone was just like, oh, you're useless. Thanks. Pause <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just turns back on I'm Hide leaving. from Undead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you visit Vissoriana and kind of get an update. Of, she's like, yeah, no, things are still going on here, guys. I need your help. Um, and so you decide to clear the first level of the prison and you run into all kinds of traps and haunts Stupid, and the branding irons where you Sonny on the back of his neck gets the H666 and yeah. paws <laughs> on his forearm gets the H664 and if <laughs> Narcissa would have been hit she would have been burned with an H665 yeah, what were those numbers what was that about? I made them up I'm assuming for, those God, <laughs> for those listening at home Nick did a thumbs down motion it just says the branding irons burn them and I'm like alright well I guess I'll make uh, something up to burn them with <laughs> the neighbor of the beast <laughs> the neighbor of the beast, <laughs> <laughs> beast. 664 um, Madison doesn't have any Pathfinder tattoos I have no tattoos I don't either I need to get one I, you know, I've I'm been thinking H666 on the back of your neck fuck yeah Nick's got a gun <laughs> Dude, we can do that right now. Okay. Oh, God. Just tell your girlfriend it's not a satanic thing. Tell her it's a prison tattoo. She'd be okay it's with it. It's a prison yeah. tattoo. It's will a prison tattoo. We could do somewhere else. Where do you want it? Street cred. That's not oh, to be on your neck. I, I'll think your neck. on that one. We put on your dick. <laughs> oh, there we go. Saying that that would go over better. This belongs to Horrorstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also fought straight jackets and manacles and crab spiders. Look, if there were gay jackets there, we would have fought them as well. We do not. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking the same joke. I was going to let it you go. You just have more. Yeah, you have more yeah, common sense than that. that That's go. good. That's good. I'm proud of you. And I'm then you things. ended up in the... Uh, <laughs> 
how you ended up in the warden's office, but this episode was called Are You Afraid of the Mark? Oh. Yeah, that was a fun Because really, it wasn't that big a deal. No. You guys got marks? Yep. Yeah. Whatever. You're afraid of the mark. Come on, Sonny, you can do it. Or come on, Madison, you can do it. <laughs> so I, I've, I've been spending a lot of time on Apple Maps, and it'll say, like, in 500 feet, turn right, blah, 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 blah. And oftentimes it goes, continue straight. And I'm always like, bold of you to assume. It's <laughs> <laughs> very aggressive. Well, shit, that changes my plans. Uh, I don't know if I know this one. Are you afraid of the dark? It was a kid's horror show. It was a great show. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Jumping on to episode 41, uh, you start off in the warden's office where you have found his chest and uh, you try to break into it doesn't work and then you realize you have keys you have the warden's <laughs> oh, keys yeah. <laughs> take a minute. that's right i tried uh, to walk where, where we get those keys off that off the warden's body oh, oh right. Right. right we got that a while ago before we spent two weeks in lepistan uh and Which then was like you, a year in in our lives I, it was that's the true. thing is like a it's lot true. of this stuff it's like it's been two days it's like yeah but it's been three months yeah also yeah. covid months so it's like everything is longer and time yeah. is distorted yeah. Yeah. True, true. uh and then you decided to go check out the second level of the prison and uh, you go upstairs about and damn time fight the three small Ooh. sturges and actually narcissa gets hit and goes down I mean not goes down but notice it goes down for Khan um, from the Sturges and uh, that episode is called The Real Houseflies of Harrowstone yeah <laughs> oh, that's a good one The Real Housewives of wherever wherever uh, episode 42 <laughs> yeah right episode 42 was the most interesting combat I think I've ever been a part of whether it's being a GM or a player because it I was like I didn't even put combat music to it right it was the yeah. Piper combat where you came into this this upper floor where there's a bunch of cells, just every single one of them has a skeleton in it that were, they were all standing because the Piper had sensed you after you were done fighting the Sturges and you yeah. came into his area, he realized you were there. And so he raised all of his skeletons, but the skeletons couldn't see you yeah. because you had the damn hide from undead on. Yeah, we <laughs> did. made us level five. Yeah, we yeah, did. That was... That was the change. That changed things. everything. If your players know what they're doing, that can one level makes a big difference. So it was a very, very interesting, slow kind of combat. It was weird. Yeah, and Paz got his skeleton friends. Mm-hmm. Busy bones and lazy bones that didn't actually ever do anything. I am so sad they we ended did not up not get doing anything. That's true. They walked with us. They did to they the front, and then they walked yeah. with us back in. That's true. But then Paz <laughs> almost immediately went unconscious. Yeah. Uh. During that fight upstairs. The initial will save you saved, Narcissa. Uh, Paws and Sunny failed, but their second will save they both saved. Had they not saved, yeah, you would have taken one d six points of damage as blood flowed from a dozen tiny punctures <clears throat> that spontaneously opened along your arms and neck. Oh, yum! Gross. Which everybody ended up saving against, so you didn't take that additional damage, and you didn't start like bleeding. It was all, kind of similar to the what started Iron Maiden. Oh well, there's no blood in that because one, the oh that's true. It was holes bloodless, but there bloodless were holes. holes. This yeah. one was holes and blood, but nobody uh, nobody failed. succumbed. And that that's episode, lucky. episode forty two, was called "Pain That Tune." Name that tune. Yeah, <laughs> that is an actual show. <laughs> Name oh. that tune. I did not know that. It's a current show. We're almost there, guys. This was 45 episodes, and we're on episode 43. Ooh. So after you ended up defeating 
the piper in the craziest, calmest combat <laughs> that I've ever been a part of. I searched a desk. You searched a desk and you checked oh. out the office. I want to throw way, way back because this is just an important detail. Throw way, way back to the town hall meeting when the fire broke out and everyone's freaking out and screaming. Sunny looted like a candlestick. During the chaos, everyone's running around screaming. He's like, oh, I go check and see yeah. if there's any valuables in the desk. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I forgot you about stole, that. You stole from the town while they were running from the fire. 100% Just I wanted did. to remind everybody. So when we're like, oh, you know, Sunny was good and Sunny was really helpful. It's like, mm, he still was Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Madison, for Thank keeping, a, keeping it a little bit real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sunny was always Sunny. But in this case, sorry. No, that's okay. I wanted wanted to mention that because that was a really important detail. (laughs) (laughs) So you you checked out that office uh, with the barred, uh, like half circular or curved wall, um, and then checked out Father Charlatan's cell. And Uh. then you... I have a question from another fan, Jonathan Aper. What can we do for you, Jonathan? What triggered... The father charlatan fight, and how did you miss it before? <laughs> oh, so oh, my belief is that it was the first person to interact with either with. I think it was that book. It was not the book. It was his the person bones. who interacted the most with his remains. Oh, the most. Oh. That's which was pause. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, so if one of us had gone in there after the fact, I'm like, wiggle, 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 wiggle. wiggle, wiggle and wiggle. spent more, yeah, he would have attached himself to them instead. Interesting. It was whoever interacted huh. the most with his remains, in, hmm. you know, and the book included, We and it was part of that whole thing. Uh, and Paws just happened to be the one to kind of mess around with it the most and pick up the book and read it and then throw it aside and kind of kick the skeleton. And, and we all know. were thinking about it. I went in and messed with it a little bit. Yeah. Like, Let me move the chains around. Let me... And what's interesting about Father Charlatan is it specifically says in the book that whoever ever interacts with them the most that spirit attaches themselves to that pc but that haunt is not triggered until they take damage in combat right huh so it's almost like they're not there the only way you could possibly know there was a spirit around that person is if you had see undead undead. fuck that so most parties would have not had any inclination that father charlatan was involved oh man before the whole thing happened. This was that domino effect where us having already cleared the lower level where there were several fights we could have had. Right. Before, had we actually followed the AP the way it's designed, there were you several fights. You would have hit fights. a minor fight with Father Charlotte Paz attached would have to been you damaged instead, of, somehow. instead of like the lopper or you know right. a major yeah. combat. Yeah. If it had been the branding iron, that would have been great. Exactly. It could have been the branding iron. It yeah. could have been like him climbing down and falling. It, that well, no, great. it would have has to be, be damaged combat. from combat. Okay. But there were plenty of things. Well, only yeah. if you rolled initiative. Narcissa could have bitch slapped him. Just like. Yeah, there were plenty we of things that. Yeah. that could have happened. That would have been much easier to deal with yeah. in that circumstance rather than right. having him attached to you before a big major boss fight. So a heads up, just to be safe, in the in the next book, my character, one of my character's traits is he just kind of slaps people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in cool. case. Yeah. 
Um, but you guys, you didn't actually interact with Father Charlatan at all in this episode. And But this is where Paz got super, super frustrated because nothing he did was working. Yeah, we tried so many different things. Because the haunt wasn't actually activated or, or in effect in any kind. It was just kind just of a... hanging out, being creepy. Exactly. Um, and then Sunny fell off the balcony. Yeah. Yep. Oh, took a so lot good. of damage. Yeah. And then you guys all decided to go to the library and research Father Charlatan uh, because you hadn't found out about him yet. Yeah. And we had no idea what else to do. Right. Uh, and then you decided to maybe do a spirit board reading. And right. that's kind of where you ended it. And yeah. episode 43 was called Touched by the Baneful. Yeah, no, I never would have gotten that one. Yeah, this is an older <laughs> show. So Touched by an Angel is where we go from. Um, and then back to episode 44. Uh, you learn, I mean, you do your spirit planchette reading and Father Charlatan answers, which he did. He was your first and last spirit boy. That's true. Oh. He answered us the first time too, yeah. He answered you the first yeah. time and answered you the last time and then you yeah. haven't used it since. Like, what do you want? He's like, yogurt. You. Yogurt. Okay. <laughs> when, he, when he said you, did he mean that in like a sensual way or? No. <laughs> oh, okay. He wants you yeah, to want Yeah, if Paz had like tried to fuck him, would we have been fine? <laughs> yeah. How would that have gone? Uh, not as well as you might think. Who are you going to call? Ghost fuckers. <laughs> So in episode 44, uh, you learn about <laughs> Father Charlatan, about his past, and how he ended up in Harrowstone, but it was nothing that was Which helpful was to you. Yeah. And the story about him made me imagine him much more frail yeah. than yeah. when we actually saw he's a very his image. Sturdy, like, oh, he's a yeah, thick boy. yeah, you're like, wow, yeah. like there's, he's not what I expected at all. And then the vision that um, Paz and Sonny had of Father Charlatan was of him as a younger man. Mm-hmm. So he was younger, and he had the red hair, and he was... Very charismatic. I'm sure. That's Very his whole charismatic, thing. exactly. His whole thing. Um, but you guys went back to the prison and fought the lopper. And then this is where another fan question came in from Just Nap. And his question is <laughs> Just uh, What was the lopper mechanic with the axe? Well, the lopper's axe that she was attacking with, or yes. the lopper's axe that I was holding? No, the lopper's axe that Ugh. the lopper was attacking with. It the, the spell was Corrupting Touch, which is a touch attack with your hand. But because uh, the lopper being known for the axe, the axe was more of a visual representation of that touch. Like an echo Had nothing to do with the actual damage or the hit. So when those uh, crit fail cards, cards hit, where the axe got thrown, did not matter because it wasn't the axe doing the corrupting touch. Oh. It was the lopper. So they yeah. should have been spell failures. Yes. Yeah. Right. Instead of slashing failures. We were using right. the wrong crit We were fails. using the wrong crit fails. Oh. More information about the lopper. Mm-hmm. If somebody had died during the lopper combat, the lopper could bring that creature back as a spawn. Oh. An ectoplasmic undead creature that would then attack the party members. That would have been Wolf. fun. Uh, that would have been fun. That would have been a lot of fun. Real bad. And then any creature slain by the lopper, their incorporeal body would always come back uh, decapitated. So you would have an ectoplasmic oh. creature with no head. Oh, nice. that's, that's vicious. That sounds uh, wraith. That sounds very wraith-like. Corrupting yeah. touch. Yeah, exactly. So Paz had his interaction with Father Charlatan and Sonny, and it was fun having you guys separate and having to bring Nick in to do his Father Charlatan stuff, and then 
Zach and Madison in to do the lopper stuff you had back to and do forth. It. You had to do it on a night when I had broken my toe. Well, dude, I didn't know that was going to happen. And I didn't know you guys were going to go fight the lopper right after getting Father Charlatan attached to you. And I didn't know. It was one of those things. Um, but <laughs> episode 44 was called Father Scowling Mysteries. BBC? You're not going to know this one. No, yeah, I got, I got Father it. Father Dowling Mysteries. Nobody knows yeah, that one. No. Oh. Nobody knows it? No. Oh, okay, fans. <laughs> tell us how many of you know the Father Dowling Mysteries. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if, if it's you know really it, no one. <laughs> Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley is the sweetest old thing, except I guess I hear he was actually a pain in the ass on Happy Days, but his characters were always so sweet. He's Norm. He's my inspiration for Norm. Oh, gosh. He's just being nice to people. And we make it now to the last episode of the book episode 45 everyone wins and we're happy pause dies in oh. his battle with father charlotte this episode this was a long time ago sunny goes looking for trouble and i want to address the d100 roll i had you roll because honestly once pause died father charlatan's spirit goes back to his remains for whoever approaches him next I didn't know if anyone would actually go back up there. Yeah. So I had you roll a D hundred, Madison, to see who he would attach to in case nobody right. went back up there just to keep the story going. Fortunately, but that's what you, you did, went back right? up there. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah, it all worked out. You went up there and kicked the bones of Father Charlatan <laughs> and yelled at him as tracking the Sturge and attaching Father Charlatan to you as well. <laughs> so we could have completely deleted that hundred roll. Wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah. hundred yeah. roll, roll wouldn't have that. mattered in the end. You're at it. For sure. It was just one of those just in case. I need to keep this moving forward. <laughs> so after Paws died and Narcissa laid down with Paws's body and Sonny got upset and ran upstairs. I uh, got a Father Charlatan attached to him by kicking the skeleton and then yelling out, attracting that final Sturge that was up there, the actual giant Sturge that was the size of a halfling. That fight happened. And Narcissa taking her time, getting upstairs. But, I, I mean, Sonny uh, just managing to take out Father Charlatan before dying and mm. clearing the prison and ending <sighs> everything. And so close. Uh, just the, the way it all kind of perfect ended was was actually really really great. Like if maybe the sturge had sucked me dry or and then like died of old age or something like that would have been <laughs> that would have worked too. Yeah, but like it's, it was pretty. Perfect. But as far as the tattoo burn marks, after you cleared the final baddie, and Visoriana cleanses the prison and disappears and is at rest. All of the effects that could have possibly come upon you in the prison from the haunts disappears. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that she is why that, the burn power. marks disappeared off uh. back of the neck. So yes, your burn mark H666 dis- disappear and uh, Paz's arm burn did disappear. But, and the, but the Sturges are actual living creatures. They and are. She's got no say about that. Is that is correct. Mm-hmm. They are not haunts. They are actual living creatures like out. the crab spiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked out. It did. But then... Yeah, Sunny dies, and Narcissa decides to bury Paws and Sunny in Ravengrow and live out her life in Ravengrow. And then at the end, I did mention that had you uh, continued your relationship with Vissoriana, not Vissoriana, Seriana Vi. Hopefully, Vissoriana has moved on. Vissoriana has, <laughs> has moved on. She is at peace. Uh, her spirit, exactly, is where it should be. Um, but Narcissa finds out she has a half sister in Caliphas, which is, again, another 
story I weaved in that you would have come across that would be really cool. at some point. Sorry. If Sonny had survived with Narcissa, which is what I thought was going to happen, <laughs> I was almost positive Paz was going to die. Yeah, we all knew that was going to happen. But I thought that Sonny and Narcissa would live. Had Sonny lived, not only would you have guys found out, you know, Sonny and Narcissa, that you had a half sister in Caliphas, but Sonny, Sariana would have given you Florian's hurdy gurdy. <gasps> Oh, you would have gotten damn. your father's hurdy gurdy, which was a very ornately created <sighs> instrument of agony. Oh, which is an instrument that holds one spell per day. Oh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I know. I was so Super bummed cool. when you died. Oh. I wanted to give it to you so bad. Sunny, why did you die? <laughs> um, did I mention that my new character is actually a hurdy gurdy player? Yeah, he actually, he's not a dampier himself, but he comes from dampier lineage. He's yeah. looking for his father, Florian. He's a descendant of Gertis, Hurdy Gertis Gertis. So some other interesting things that you guys never found out about. Uh, the badge that Vissoriana left behind when she disappeared and when she cleansed the prison, that mm-hmm. badge that was glowing Tinked blue, yeah. um, is a rod of lesser extend metamagic. Whoa. Or it could have been a, a rod of lesser ectoplasmic metamagic, depending on who was alive still. Oh, we should have detected oh my magic. Goodness. You that all been, yeah. That would have well, been fun, yeah. You were preoccupied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just picked it up, stuck it in your pocket and ran on. <laughs> you probably still have no idea what it is. <laughs> oh yeah. If she still has it. She, she probably, yeah, nurses yeah. still has it. Eventually. Um but also you guys didn't go into the oubliette. Uh, down no, the Oblivion Hall where oh, the lobber was. Yeah, there yeah. was no reason to. So you missed some loot there. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was 120 gold pieces, a ring of keys. Uh, there was a masterwork longsword, a plus one heavy mace, a stone of alarm. Hmm. And had you actually not cleansed the prison, had Father Charlatan stayed alive and then you guys had either died or given up or left? Yeah. And this is mostly because there was another event. They had certain events that would happen at certain times. And one of those was the girls doing the the skip rope. Yeah. There was the event where you go to the the Sturges at uh, Zokar's. Then there was the cards at Zokar's. And there was the zombies in the alleyway in the town. Another event that you guys didn't get to because when you came back from your off-book adventures, you literally one night, spent one night in Harrowstone and cleared the rest of the prison out so there was no chance for anything else to happen. (laughs) Had you not cleared the prison out and rested and gone back while you were resting... Professor Lorimore would have risen from the grave and come back to the house to try to attack Kendra. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So you never had that happen. That's, I'm glad wow. for Kendra's sake. Yeah. That her dad didn't come back yeah. to try and kill her from yeah. the dead. <laughs> that worked out well. So he would have like corporeal, he would have like, his body would have come Zombie. out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. He would have been possessed like at, by Father Charlatan and brought back up and had sent to attack yeah. Kendra. Oh, and you guys man. would have had to fight Petros oh, <laughs> as a zombie. Every and, round you hit him, you'd be like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> hit, yeah. sorry, hit. So we have a couple more listener questions. Good. And then we're going to jump to uh, questions for for you that I have for you oh, guys. And then it. you oh. guys can ask me questions if you have any more that you can think of. Oh, no. Um, but Gigi Wow says, 
Um, for you guys specifically, having completed book one, how do you feel about the choices of being a smaller party and all bards? As fun as it has clearly been, do you feel it made the AP that much harder not having a balanced party? I think we had a balance. We balanced party. it well. Yeah, I, I know that, and maybe it wasn't caught by all the listeners that you were playing gestalt characters, which means right. that you are a bard and another class that level up together. So us all being bards wasn't a hindrance because it was it was a bonus. If it was a party of just a cleric, a blood rager, and a summoner, uh, I think it would have been okay. Would have still been balanced, and then we just got to sprinkle bard on top of that. So yeah. that's a, that's yeah. a good that's a good thing. So I, I agree. It was that extra. It, it was bonus. It probably wasn't as hard as it would have been had you not been just all. Had all three of us been just bards? Oh, that would have been. We would have been screwed. Yeah. We would have. Well, we would have we found a way to make it work. Yeah. But man, it would have been. Ooh. It would have been tough. Yeah. And and you just being a party of three is why I let you be gestalt. If it were yeah. four people yeah. or five people at the table, I would not so have. So yeah, and answer that part of the question, I think you can play with a party of three. I think yeah. It's a little bit tougher, but it can totally be done. Definitely. Uh, it, it, does well, invo- the, it does involve some communication between the extra feats. The extra feats you allowed. Oh yeah, there's the white elephant. Massive. <laughs> there's the white elephant well, gift exchange. Not rules. even the white elephant, <laughs> but the, the additional two feats on top of white elephant. Like there were plenty of things that were given to compensate for only three. Right. Three yeah. PCs. Yeah. Like yeah, we were given little boons along the way. So Amanda applied the elephant in the room rules, which is just some some tweaks to Pathfinder 1E rules that just kind of eliminate a little bit of the redundancy the or a little bit of the necessity. The feat is not so yeah. intense. And yeah, to kind of yeah. balance things out a little bit more. And I go over that in uh, session zero, which has also been released. If you want to listen to that, it goes over the feat concessions, the elephant in the room stuff, and the extra stuff I provided to you guys. Which was two feats provided they were prerequisites for something. some another feat. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, if if anything, I building these next characters, I feel like it might have been a little too much. Too generous? Once yeah. my new character gets very, into combat, I hope we find that generous. that's true. It's very <laughs> generous. I love it. I, love I, this I know you do. I yeah. can always make the combats harder. I can make everything. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I am, I'm a, an old pro now at Please do. I'm <laughs> adjusting as I go. Oh, I never gave you guys the name of the final episode. Oh. The Lone Rager. <laughs> Yay. Because Narcissa yeah. was the only one uh, left. And I'm, the a blo- lone, and I'm a blood rager. Uh, the lone rager. That is tragic. Yeah. yeah. Single tear. <laughs> um, but then we also have a question from Limey Jade. What is your favorite moment from the book? Now, are we talking like story moment or are we talking just... What is your horse overall? Yeah, it's horse puns. Overall, what is your favorite overall moment? Horse puns. <laughs> okay, Madison says horse puns. That's episode eleven, by the way, everybody. Uh, if I had to give a gameplay answer, though, like a more you know serious answer, uh, the combat with the splatter man. I think I've really? never had a combat that like intense. Close the scene. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea where that was going to go the entire way through. Like, nice. yeah, that was that, that was is fun when you have no idea if you're going to survive or not. The most intense. You're combat. like, oh my god, we're going to die. Oh no, I think we're okay. Oh no, 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 we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Any point, it could have gone either way. Yeah. What about Zach or Nick? Uh, I have two that are pretty neck and neck. Um, I'll go chronologically. The first one was uh, covering up Giz's murder. Okay. okay. <laughs> I loved that, that episode. That was fun, yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. So um, Narcissa bit him on the neck while they were fighting. 
And if you hadn't done such a good job covering up the murder and like traces had come back and like yeah. it came if back to her, the, the big was fang there. theory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the big yeah. fang theory. Hey. <laughs> that would have been so good. But you covering up the murder, like you did a really good job. Of, I had so much well, fun with that. First, you had the dogs really rip, really rip it to shreds. Yeah. And then you used the locate object, which was brilliant. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, the other part, oh, overall, my favorite episode was Father Charlatan trying to trigger him. Because you had no idea. You could not <laughs> figure out. You were stumped and you loved being stumped. I loved being stumped. Yeah. I would say that more often than not in Pathfinder, I have a solution. Yeah. I can usually come up with something where I'm like, hey, if we do this, like, here's, we can make this be a thing. But that was truly a. There isn't an answer situation, right? Which is rare, and it was very frustrating, and it was very enjoyable. Nice, and I really, really liked that. How about Zach? Uh, Favorite moment? Uh, there's, it's, it's a good show. It uh, is Madison. So many fun. Things. Oh, really? Check it out. It's good oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I have to check it out. I think <laughs> <laughs> runner runner up might be when you the parties split and Narcissus run off and Paz is trying to rescue. Jominda and her sister's trying to run to the prison and Sonny's trying to stop her and uh, that's a really fun yeah. like cinematic the interaction kind of, and cinematic the, yeah. kind of feeling but I think my, my favorite moment overall has to be and I think I bet all the fans are going to agree with me when Kendra cured Sonny to death <laughs> while, Paz, <laughs> while Paz was taking a shit I, yeah <laughs> has to be my favorite moment that one was really high on the list and as just well. the just the what, what did you do like no he's he's alert you can't he's allergic this you just ah Allergic. It's allergic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. That that one's probably pretty we had a PC well. killed by an NPC with, with a cure light wound. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah, I wonder how many times in like the history of all Pathfinder games <laughs> ever happened. that that's happened because I can't imagine it's very high. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, because most GMs wouldn't do that. <laughs> I've talked a lot about incorporating bathroom visits into the game. Yeah. For <laughs> like, real, that's... I, I want I've wanted to make a character who like that's a character trait is like they're in in game a couple yeah, times go to a the day, bathroom. they have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. What's crazy about that? Well, one of the big ones like I I I've had this character in mind where it's like they're they're an old seasoned warrior and they've seen so many people shit themselves when they're getting killed. Right, that, that he always wants to be empty. He always wants to be empty. Exactly. In and so it was really fun to like finally play a character and like be like I'm going to go to the bathroom and it was just so funny that in that moment <laughs> that happened that, yeah <laughs> that was the moment that it that happened. was the moment oh you yeah. don't look yeah. so good do you want to fail a spellcraft check real quick while I <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah I I have a hard time picking a favorite moment because you guys surprised me so many times with your decisions yeah. and kept me on my toes so often I think my favorite moment is when you actually decided to go off the rails completely really? and go, and oh, go really? off book. It was the moment where I had to stretch myself the most as a GM and really try to figure out how do I let this happen and bring it back around back into the story. And so it was, it was the most difficult moment for me, but I think it was the most fun moment for me. Once I was able to start piecing it together, it made that whole off book 
section. I mean, it was not easy. It wasn't an 11 hard. <laughs> I was like, probably an 11. It was probably a, an 8 or a 9 hard. We threw you an alley-oop, but it wasn't like an easy alley-oop. But no, you managed to do it. But it allowed me, it, it got me super excited for book two is what it mm-hmm. did. Because it allowed me to tie in the characters into book two. Um, which I really hoped would survive to book two, which didn't happen, unfortunately, because yeah. there was some really fun payback um, in the story in book two for those characters that I, I will clue you guys into as we get to them. Oh, by the way, were you still your original characters? Had you, yeah. Had you, yeah. This, this would be fun. happening. Um, but Sad it, but fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but really, that whole moment of, Oh my God, (laughs) this is something completely I'm not prepared for. I think it was my favorite because I I love learning and growing and becoming better at what I do. And that was like the ultimate of that. That was really like, can you do this? Can you actually do this? Right, right, exactly. And what do I include from book two? What do I not include? And how do I get them invested to come back after they've met these people they were supposed to meet and return the books they were supposed to return? You're not getting paid for this, are you? You're doing all this for free anyway, aren't you? That's... (laughs) Pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, I have some questions for you Wait, guys. Wait, can I throw one more in? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Go for I'm it. so sorry. One more favorite moment. Okay. The whole entire scene when we meet Zokar for the first time. And he's telling jokes, <laughs> and Sirenscape <laughs> is like going off the yeah. rails with the chatter in the background, like making fun of Zokar. Do you yeah. want to fight yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> what pot of piss off don't you understand? Right. Yeah, the timing was, was just, Sirenscape uh, was just. That was fantastic. That was, that was a great and one. And you had worked so hard on prepping that voice and the character and what he says. And yeah. it was. It was a great uh, was good. session, just that whole interaction with him. And the menu and everything and the wolf balls, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that was, and that's the fun thing is that they gave me a lot of information on Zokar in the book. The whole him being into the macabre and uh, making jokes about you know dying and death and everything. That's all part of his actual character in the book. Cool. Uh, they did not give me any jokes to tell, so I had to do that on my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they made it clear that that was totally the kind of guy he was, and the picture they provided. They really, he was one of my favorite NPCs to create. I wish yeah. we could have spent more time around him because he was such a fun one to be around. The picture yeah. was kind of cartoony, like yeah. he didn't have normal proportions. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the jokes were so great. painful. I loved them. I did really like on the NPC thing, the only time you broke character in character as an NPC with Vasoriana, where it got very <laughs> sexual. And oh, yeah. Like, that was a fun that It's was a fun nice moment. with the vocal effect, too. So when she goes yeah. off and is, in, is like ad-libbing, it's, it's in still character, got but it. yeah, breaking character. character. I really liked that. Why don't you yeah. go fuck yourself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was like, just... Why, Something like that. Just, what was it? Go... Just fucking just go fucking find go already. Yeah, just go find Something the guys. Like that, yeah. Just go figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Where, but where are good. they? But where should we just, just fucking go kill the ghosts? So <laughs> that was of, a fun scene. <laughs> out of all of these, what was what did I say? There were 30 some odd combats, 32 combats or something like that. Yeah. What was your favorite combat? Oh, well, once well, again, You said the Splatterman, yeah. Madison. Yeah. yeah. I got an easy two answers. Splatterman was hard to beat. Splatterman was probably my favorite combat. I really liked because of the uniqueness of it, uh, the Piper combat. Yeah. I really yeah. liked that one. I don't expect I'll ever have a combat l- quite like that again. It, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to say something different, but I think I have to say Splatterman just because I delivered the killing blow with zero HP left. Yeah. And that's, just, that's just the perfect... 
It that was, was crazy. That was the most stressful combat I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting right. it with one HP, mm-hmm. going back and forth between six and then two and then seven and then three and then just yeah. like, that whole thing. Well, who was your favorite NPC? Well, not Kendra. She tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah. I I I love all my NPCs. I do have a special affinity for Zokar because I worked so hard on him and Sariana. Yeah. <sighs> though you didn't spend much time with Sariana. You know I'm a big Amber fan. Yes, I know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amber. I also like Grimbro. Yeah, I, I, I like do, I like most of the Grimbros. Yeah, Grimbrow's I'm great. Father Grimbro. I, I actually really like the sheriff. Eh. Oh, Benjen Kaler. I like Benjen. Yeah. Yeah. A cap. Yeah, I was a Benjen fan. <laughs> I, I I thought I wasn't gonna like him, and then I don't what know. What about Jominda? Well, that's I the thing. I thought you really liked Jominda. I did really like Jominda, but like, I found myself really rooting for Benjen. Yeah. In the whole Benjen thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would be the case. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he's like kite man. You think he's a douche at first, and you're like, no, yeah. he's, he's all right. He's very kite manny, <laughs> which I think is why I like him. What about Madison? What's your favorite NPC? Oh, man. Pravda. That was your favorite moment yeah, for you favorite. messing up an NPC. That might name. actually, that might be another answer for favorite moment, there actually. It was Pravda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kendra was the one that was like with us the most. Yeah, uh, the answer automatically almost should be her just because like yeah. Yeah. we went through so much she together. Great, but, also, yeah. but also that kind of excludes her. She's part of the party. Yeah. She feels less like an NPC. Hearthmount actually was pretty high up there too. Oh yeah, I really liked because like the whole time through, I always had this like distrust of him, but he was like a pretty stand-up dude, all things considered. Uh, he underpays he, his workers, but yeah, sure. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he sketched me out, but like I don't know. I thought he was going to be like evil the whole time through. Yeah, right. But he looks evil. Yeah, and didn't end up being yeah. Yeah, it turns out yeah. he's not really evil per se. <laughs> no, not in I the feel traditional like, sense. But I feel like both of you guys were ready for the whole town to be in on it. Like, oh, for yeah. most of the time. I was oh, ready for 100%. a hot fuzz yeah. twist. Yeah. And that was never a thing at any I, point. It, it, <laughs> so like, great, though. a lot of that has to do with the character art. Because yeah. Because they, yes. they intentionally chose all this Creepy. character art. Very yeah. creepy. Where it's a like, like, you look like baddies. Yeah. You look like a vampire. One picture You look like a werewolf. You're like, yeah. you guys go to church with this guy yeah. in the church? That <laughs> is an undead lich lord. Like, right? come on, guys. No one, no one's fooled here. Yeah, very few NPCs that didn't look villainous. Yeah. Yeah. You clearly drink blood. Like, no, 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 but I do have this extra red wine that I keep just for myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you see Father you, or you see Father Charlotte and you're like, I don't know, that guy could have been, like, arrested falsely. <laughs> he seems nice. <laughs> that would have uh, been a twist. Or right? medicine, you know, or helping medicine. the person. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him out of there. So, as a player, what was the hardest moment for you playing your character? I feel like I failed uh, when Kendra died. Narcissa should have been a little bit more emotional, and I, Zach, couldn't did, couldn't find it to bring it to the forefront. That was really hard. Trying to play like Kendra had died and trying to really get myself in the headspace was hard. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't do it as well as I wanted to. That is tough. And then also fighting with uh, Paz about the Fae. Yeah, that was rough. That, oh. that was hard, was hard to get through because yeah. I wasn't sure. It felt like just a big wall, and I'm trying to find like, is there any room to push anywhere? And I just, I wasn't. I felt like I was almost out of my uh, out of my depth as as an improver. Yeah. Like, should I even be in these waters? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Madison? What is like your hardest character <sighs> moment? Because I know there were some pretty intense, dramatic yeah, you did, you moments. Did some really good intense. There moments. were some, yeah, yeah a, a lot of moments. Sunny was a hard character to play. I feel like you 
really did Sonny well. Oh, thank you. You really played that well. The unstableness. Yeah, it's hard because like it's hard to find like a stable Almost a voice manic, while depressive, also bipolar a little. Yeah, yeah back it, and forth. Yeah, it's hard to like find that line of like not going too crazy, but also like you know keeping some consistency yeah. while also being pretty crazy. Like, right, right. He, he was a very hard character to play. Uh, I think the obvious answer was when uh, Paz died. I honestly like was just like I don't know what to uh, do with this. Yeah, like I just player, froze up. Like yeah, gotcha. I was just like. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, it was a really hard moment to like playing a person who's, you know, experiencing dramatic loss. Yeah, it is tough. It's very difficult. Whether you've experienced it or not in life, it is tough. Right. Uh, be- because it's hard to everybody would respond differently and act differently, and it's really hard to tell how that would go and and to play it authentically. It's yeah. is super super difficult. It, yeah, it's yeah. always a difficult moment. And then it's like, you know, you have that layer of like, okay, does Sonny go off the chain here? Like does he just go crazy or does he like go into like full like no, we need to go resurrect him mode? Like what what would he do? And I was just like, "Oh my god, I don't know how to take this." I really appreciated so. how Narcissa and Sunny took different routes there where Narcissa was more like, "I'm just going to lay down and do nothing." Yeah. Which- and and just hold my brother's body and and whereas Sonny was like I'm angry I'm yeah. mad I'm gonna go get them I need revenge and and that was great because it was on the dichotomy of of, of loss <laughs> it was right. two loss, different yeah. reactions yeah. to it it was great but Which, also story wise Sonny doing what he did like made the story unfold the way it had to almost yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Really, if we wanted it to end in a, in a tidy way like it did which and was, I had I, I wanted to try and push things in a certain way but I knew that that wouldn't be fair you know, I, I was like, oh, if I fudge this roll, it can turn out this way. It'll be all nice and clean and wrap up nice and neatly. But I, you know, I, I'm not that, I'm not that GM. I think I and you maybe didn't need to be once or twice, like fudged something like the book falling on your head. And oh, look, it hit you. You got two points of damage. And now oh, you know the info nice. in, in the prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's stuff right. like that. Like yeah. things that don't, things that, that are to... not like you're standing at the edge of a precipice. Right. It matters that much. What happens? Yeah. I, I don't fudge those roles. No. I just let it play out. And I was which yeah, very no, happy I mean, with how that yeah, happened. Seriously, yeah. kudos for that. Because like you didn't need to like your DMing style. You, you moved things where it needed to move. But like, yeah, when it came to those clutch moments, like, Things fell out perfectly, and yeah. you didn't have to fudge a single die to yeah. do that. Part of it was so. luck, though. It almost, yeah. it almost oh did. My gosh, Always, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Some of those dice rolls, yeah, could have sent things very differently. So how about Nick? What was the most difficult character moment for you playing Paws? It's going to get it's gonna get really depressing here. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oh, what, boy. What? I'm just letting you all know. Um, so there's, there's something I didn't share in Session Zero when we were talking about our fears. Oh. My greatest fear... Because we were talking about it. It's like needles and blah, blah. What did I even say? Heights or something? You talked about uh, water and there being like no bottom. Open water. Open water, yeah. Wasn't a truly authentic answer. Um, There are greatest fears that are more surface level. And then there's true true greatest fears. Um, Greatest fear, uh, if I'm being 100% genuine, is uh, like dying alone. My sister took her own life in 2012, and she was in Australia and was very alone, and that's haunted me forever. Yeah. Her being alone in another country, not having any support system or anything like that. And that's something that I'm, that has traumatized me and is also something I'm very empathetic towards. 
I love PC deaths. It's it's my favorite. A good a good death for a PC, I think, is always like it's a good story. Pause being separated from his family. Yeah. Really fucked me up. Yeah. I was not expecting that. And that was far and above the most difficult thing I've ever experienced in Pathfinder. I remember as I was editing it, I was I was blown away by how you nailed it though. Like yeah. you your delivery was amazing. Just the yeah. calling out was, for Sunny and I Narcissa. Was, I was reeling that back. That was a very real moment for me. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. yeah. Even though we didn't know it at the at the time. Yeah, it was a very real moment. So you didn't in session zero, you didn't list that as your biggest fear and it ended up happening at the end of the book. It happened anyway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> well, let's turn this <laughs> frown upside down and let's talk about our favorite character moment. What was the thing that was the most exciting or the thing that made you happiest that happened to your character throughout the book? Yeah, I have mine. I, have, I, th- I think I have her emotional high point because she her mo- she was like an emotional roller coaster most of the time, and I think I know where the highest point was. Okay. I think it was meeting Joe and Mortimer. Oh, that was way early. Yeah. It was early. no, yeah. This this was a bad trip. Oh, yeah. um, it was a horror story, I guess. So that makes sense. But she was just she was just so happy for like five minutes. She was really happy. Yeah, meeting actually the, the rats. Yeah, and those were completely fabricated. It was great though. Joe and what those weren't in the AP? Nope. What I needed. There were no animals in the AP except for the dead ones. Oh God! <laughs> and, and old river. Yeah, old river. Old river. There we go. How about uh, Madison? What was ooh. the most exciting, happiest, exciting, happiest moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably getting to go back to Sunny's like hometown. Uh, you know, derailing the AP. We to spent go. the night at Nikolai. Yeah. We spent the night with Nikolai. Yeah, exactly. Like, cool getting to, like, yeah. yeah, getting to see Nikolai. Getting to like see the hometown. Getting to see that like you know things had moved on in like a positive way. Really, right. like things hadn't really burned down or anything. It wasn't like you know. And yeah. this this town has a better Judge D than the one you remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Out the the Judge she D hides that dead had, bodies for you. Yeah. The Judge D that had terrorized him as a youth. Totally cool. She's like yeah. a cool mom. Like she would have like she seemed more like the person who would buy you weed than like, She's like right. Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. Which makes me really <laughs> really glad that we did get that off book oh those off book yes. sessions. So that way we got that opportunity. I'm so to not knowing that Sunny was going to die. It was great to get that opportunity to get to know Sunny's backstory a little bit more. It would have been heartbreaking if we had never gotten to yeah. you know get him over there. That yeah. that was really cool to be able to. Get some Tie more that of that. Still. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. How about for uh, pause? What was the highlight for you playing pause? I don't. I don't know the. I don't think this is actually the answer. The one that comes to mind is uh, going in and succeeding at a linguistics check after they've spent hours reading. Yeah, that was like, great. I don't know. Just like, dropping the mic. Yeah, yeah. It was a real <laughs> mic drop moment. That was definitely a flex that, on us all. Yeah, it was a big flex. And you did it with the posting board too. We're like, oh yeah, they're looking for help down at the farm. Oh yeah, and it says that the baby was born. <laughs> yeah. Vasha yeah. was just born. Oh yeah, little baby Vasha. Yeah, yeah. I read uh-huh. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep going, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys have any other questions you can think of for me about? How did you do it? <laughs> how I lived through much worse in my life how are you this still was a, nothing compared how are you to still no. alive? <laughs> well I love horror and and you guys did a great job of keeping even though it was horror do, doing balancing that with comedy and you know just a lot of fun 
and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids and your Eidolon. You metal kids. All right. Well, I think we finally come to the moment. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we're going to roll. This is it. Where we're going to roll for who is going to be the new owner of Paz's Cursed Dice. All right. All right. This is it. I have... It's been two years, but this is what it's all yeah, been waiting get, for. Get those dice out. Like, get that D6 out. It's all been coming down uh, to this. You want to take video or picture, or you guys want to get some... Is this for our Soch? Yeah. Let's get some Soch pics. Soch pics. We have six different listeners who asked questions. We have G-Wow. We have Just Knapp. We have Jonathan Aper. Uh, we have Avonk, the Avonk. Um, we have Ellie, and we have Limey Jade. And I, I randomly assigned numbers to the question, the the fans who ask questions. When did and you do this? I just now. <laughs> um, and we have, if you roll a one, it'll be Jonathan Aper. If you roll a two, it'll be Ellie, adopter of small NPCs. If you roll a three, it'll be just Nap. If you roll a four, it'll be Limey Jade. If you roll a five, it'll be Avonk. And number six will be GGWow. So, Nick, will you so do us Is it go time? the honor of rolling the D6 and see who these dice belong to now? Here we go. It's a six. The first <gasps> six I've rolled with. First oh, maximum hey. number I've rolled with these die. <laughs> <laughs> That's fate. So That is fate. Maybe not the first, but it's rare. That would be GG Wow, number six. Hey, Good nice. job. Woo. Nice. Woo. Congratulations. The new owner of Paz's Cursed Dice. Hope they serve you better than they serve Roll me. them well. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we will reach out to you and get your address and mail them out to you. So you have some awesome curse die to either roll yourself since they picked you or to give to your GM and hopefully they will continue to be cursed. <laughs> give them a shot. I think, no, I I think try you might like them. First. Yeah, try them out. So thanks, GG Wow. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks, GG Wow. That was a lot I of hope, fun. I Thank you, you everybody them. for the questions. Those are some good questions and we, you yeah. know, had a lot of fun. I'm really sad that... Uh, that this is that it has to end, and I am too. I know, it's, oh. I know it's my fault, but I I'm gonna miss this. I really like this. Yeah. So sad. And, and I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to people that uh, I know wanted it to continue and want to follow the rest of the story. That I'm not gonna be able to do it. But it also would have bad, been tough jumping in with brand new characters, and it would, it's almost like a whole new thing we'd be going into. Yeah. yeah. But it was a good beginning, middle, and end. I yeah, mean, I, I like mean, it was it, up. it did yeah. wrap up really, yeah. really well. Um, I really love the characters. I'm going to miss them. I'm kind of glad we didn't just like abandon the story of these characters in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There was, I think there was an actual ending. This was yeah. a perfect actual way ending. for yeah. all of that to come off. And you never at, know. At you end. may yeah. run into Narcissa and her other half-sister in Caliphas at some point. Mm, could happen. Who that knows? would be interesting. Uh, could interesting happen. Yeah. Uh, but something else that the one last thing. One last thing. One last thing that I had as a surprise for all of you <gasps> oh. was the sibling song. I actually knew what that song was, <gasps> and I had lyrics for it. Mm. And it was so, going to be something if you all, all had survived and s- hung out with Sariana a little more, she would have sang this with you, and you would have discovered that she had an affair with your father and had a child, and that's oh. where she got the hurdy-gurdy from, uh, which was supposed to go to her daughter, uh, but her daughter was not ever interested in playing it, so she ended up having the hurdy-gurdy and would, would have given it to Sonny. Um, but the song is the same song as our intro song. Uh-huh. It is a spider whole song called The Ceiling People, and I rewrote the lyrics. Wait, so the sibling song was not WAP? 
Nope. I have been operating <laughs> under a false premise this entire time. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for joining. Thank yeah. you for, to Zach and Madison and Nick for playing this amazing book. And this was a blast as a first book to run by myself um, with all of the difficulties that came with it. It was still uh, it just... For me, a huge triumph. You I got feel put like your it paces. was. I did, and it was a lot of fun, and I grew so much through this. And I thank you all for that. That was that was incredible for the thank experience. You. Yeah, yeah, thank phenomenal. you. Phenomenal. Thank you for running it and all the work you put so much work into this. And that. Seriously, it was all for us to have fun. So. Yeah, yeah, and it was that amazing. Was the whole point. <laughs> Let's have some fun. I love horror. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Any last words about anything or? Uh, or do we just want to say add more time to this right yeah no we just want to say goodbye to our fans congrats to Gigi Wow yeah thanks everyone thank you to everybody anyone who actually listened really thank you (laughs) you're You're an incredible person yes we appreciate if you're within the sound of my voice you're amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you made it this far that's uh, we appreciate it seriously you guys are awesome (laughs) absolutely All right, and you know, maybe we'll catch you in another life and another podcast and another story who knows what's gonna happen but in the meantime, <laughs> enjoy all the stories out there and and have fun in your own story. And I hope you have a game you guys can play and get into and, and really get, you know, soaked into. And, and, and? I, you know, it's fun. This is just a, a great system. And without Nick, you know, starting us off six years, seven years ago now at this point, you know, I, I had no clue anything like this was even what, out there at that point. What is Pathfinder? I know, right? <laughs> What's a one It's a whole other world. And um, a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> and what, Bob, Bob Bruce? And Did you want Bob Bruce? Shut up? No. What? Oh, and? 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 It's a conjecture that. This! Oh, and this, my lovely darklings, is where <laughs> we shall sever our fates. Thank you. For good. Bye bye now. <laughs> I hope Bye-bye. I hope your nightmares continue Bye-bye. to be sweet. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. And <laughs> that you were able to enjoy this ride with us, this story, these characters. Yeah. This passion we have. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Adios. The goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. A big thank you to local Phoenix, Arizona band Adavant for use of their music during combat, to our executive producers David Lester and Callie Rose for their support and generosity, and to Ethan Scott for his amazing cover art for both podcasts and his horror-filled brain he lets me pick at when I need ideas. Sound effects are by Sirenscape and all editing and music are by the amazing Zach Kreitler. Thank you, my lovely darklings, for listening. And if anyone knows Bruce Campbell, you know what to do.